Hello everyone and welcome to Real Talk episode 49. Today we got myself and Cameron, but we also have two special guests. We have Sammy, aka Sammy J Reacts, as well as Alex, aka Alex Coleman, also known as Cole on TikTok. I think your handle still is Darker the Movie on Twitter. For the longest time when I first met you, I thought your name was Cole for the longest time before I actually started talking. I still to you. call him. I still I, call him. It's Cole. like a it's like a combination of things. Like my some of my friends still call me Cole. Some of them just call me Alex. I just I think I've adopted both names at this point. <laughs> it's got to be a sports thing. It's it's like a stage name at this point. It's like a yeah. Tom Cruise. Well, we appreciate you two filling in because George is off in Greece right now and Seth is with his family, I believe. So you two stepping up to the plate. We got a solid episode here today. We're reviewing a lot of the new releases that have been coming out recently. Some heavy hitters like Gran Turismo, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, The Meg 2 or Meg 2 The Trench, I believe. The Last Voyage of the Demeter and... Uh, yeah, we're going to go through all those as well as we have a draft at the end of this, and we're going to be drafting the most Sigma male movies of all time, the most. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. I'm literally him. He's literally me. It's literally me. Time. I feel like these two guys are the perfect people to have for that draft. Um, but yeah, let's just jump into it. So I want to start off with, you know, we got Sammy and Alex here for people who might not know who you are. Tell us a little about you. I'll start with Sammy. Tell us uh, a one. Where do we find you? If people haven't seen you before and like, I want to check out your stuff as well as just like, you know, your background movies, maybe some of your favorite directors or movies. Yeah, no, thank you. First and foremost, I just want to say it's an honor to be on the Real Talk podcast, the best movie talk podcast out there. Yeah, you got there, everybody. <laughs> I got to say, I got to either, I don't know whose seat I'm sitting in, Seth or George. It's warm. I appreciate that, boys. Um, but yeah, a little bit about me. I'm literally just a guy who screams in his at his phone, like really, really fast on TikTok. Right, if you want to find me, uh, that's where I have my biggest audience. I also have a pretty decent following on YouTube. It's literally the same name all across the board. I'm also on Letterboxd. I've actually just barely started logging movies this year. So you know, if you want to just stay into, I'm on Twitter too. I don't do a great job on Twitter, to be honest with you. I'm semi-funny on there like i'll just kind of pop in and respond to one of these fellas on and uh you know try to make a joke but it's usually a pretty bad one uh so yeah that's pretty much me a little bit of background spider-man 2 is probably the best motion picture since pictures were put in motion that's something i've said multiple times that's my personal favorite movie i know it might not be the best in your eyes but that's the one that really solidified my love for not just comics and action movies in general but just like filmmaking that's the first one i really deep dove back into the behind the scenes of it I really appreciated like the whole cinematic filmmaking of it, Sam Raimi's vision, the practical effect. Oh my God, the practical effects into the CGI. So that's definitely, I mean, Sam Raimi's like a god to me. So uh, that's pretty much me. Um, other what time actually, were you at the bar till last night? What was that? What time were you at the bar till last night? Do I sound like I was at the bar last night? <laughs> a little bit. I was just wondering, man. I, I, I think, think, I think so. it's a. I think it's a fair question. I just, I, I think you're going to be huffing and puffing a little bit today. I, I might, I'm going to be honest with you. But, uh, oh, yeah, I mean, that's right pretty much me. Uh, I mean, also, I'm, I'm a huge fan of everyone else. Uh, huge Nolan head. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Not Mind is another one of my favorite movies. So I'm, I'm going to be all over the place. You'll see that I have a pretty vast taste in terms of filmmaking and movies in general. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much me. Awesome, man. Uh, Alex, well, Sam, how about you? Well, if you guys didn't know, uh, if you can tell, my name is Alex. Obviously, you can find me at Alex Coleman with two ends because whoever took the handle of Alex Coleman with one end, I'm going to find you. Uh, I didn't know but that I'm honored. 
I'm very much honored as well. Sammy just honestly, like he blew me away with that, uh, that little spiel. I was, he took all my lines, so I'm screwed here. Uh, but I'm honored. I'm so grateful. Real talk is amazing. The goat podcast, obviously, clearly clear of Joe Rogan. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, a little background for me, uh, I do what he does, but a little louder, uh, Sammy, I scream at my phone. I review stuff. I rank stuff. Uh, I love movies. I love sports. Uh, you can find me at Alex Coleman with two N's on TikTok uh, and Letterboxd. And then my Twitter is a little different. It's darker the movie because you'll find out later. Um, as far as my favorite director, it's obviously Michael Bay. Come on now. <laughs> the, greatest, yeah. the greatest action filmmaker probably of all time, if we're being clear, um, if we're being completely frank. Um, and as far as my favorite movie, um, the people here know, but the people that don't know, it's probably the most cinematic experience you could probably have. It's Transformers Dark of the Moon. Um, to those that don't understand its brilliance, you will soon or sooner or later. Cam, I'm going to need you to stay composed here because this uh, this is no joke. Um, fuck ass. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I love movies. As far as other directors, I, I quite like everything. I think my favorite genre is probably like horror slash uh, sci-fi horror. Um, but I'm a, a Michael Bay shill, stan, obsessor, lover, not a fighter. Deep, deep um, wang. Deep, deep wang. Deep wang. Um, and Shia LaBeouf, man, should have won an Oscar. But overall, I'm, I'm, I'm really privileged for, to be here. For Dark of the Moon? For what? Like, wait, he should have won for Dark of the oh, Moon? Oh, yeah, he should have won 100%. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah that's I'm privileged to be sure. here. All these guys are amazing. Some of the goats. Um, I'm, we're missing George and Seth, but... uh. Hopefully we can uh, fill their shoes, man. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you both for those intros. So if I'm not mistaken, Sammy, are you based in like the San Francisco area? And Alex, you're like split between Orlando and New Jersey? Yeah, I go to college in Orlando, but I'm up here right now in Jersey. Okay. Nice. Yep, big Bay Area over here. Nice. So we got, yeah, we're spanning coast still, to coast today. As well as, and Cam's holding down the middle of America with Indiana <laughs> representation on the podcast. Shout out middle America, baby. Thanks for someone who's Sp- mid. Spider-Man Lotus, Spider-Man Lotus is hometown. Shout out middle America. Let's go. Why do they call it, why do they call it the Midwest, Cam? Alex, mid. take it away. It's mid. Oh, my there it Lord. is. Oh man, I Let, got it. We'll, we'll jump into our first review of the day. We're going to be going over Gran Turismo from Gamer to Racist, the ultimate wish fulfillment wait, tale. Wait, <laughs> didn't you see that meme going on around Twitter? No, wait, <laughs> yeah. I didn't see that. There's like, the picture there was an alternate poster says from Gamer oh, to Racist. So good. <laughs> yeah, that, that alternate oh, poster is so you, good. I thought you like misspoke. I didn't see that. <laughs> Can I find that on Letterboxd? Uh, I think it actually oh, might man. be. Um, but from Gamer to Racer, the ultimate wish fulfillment tale of a teenage Gran Turismo player whose gaming skills won him a, a series of Nissan competitions to become an, a- or in the words of Orlando Bloom, a series of Nissan competitions to become an actual professional race car driver. So yeah, Neil Blomkamp came out like, well, so actually, I don't even know what the release date of this is at this point. I don't think it's technically come out, but they're like showing it in every city, like sometimes but i think the official date is in like 10 days or something but they it's a weird way that they're trying to roll this movie out but yeah let's jump into our review i think this is one we've all yeah all four of us have seen this one we're gonna start it over with sammy what were your thoughts on gran turismo and what did you rate it yeah i was honestly really surprised off the bat i gave it a three and a half stars i was really really surprised at how much i actually enjoyed it i really thought it was gonna be one of those video game movies that we're all just like what the hell am i watching right but it ended up being a really nice, you know, underdog story that you can't help but root for this guy, this kid who actually became from gamer to racer. So it was actually insane. Did you guys know 
that this is based on a true story. <laughs> it's been that, memed at this yeah, point that it's like a true story. Like, but the thing is, like when I first, when I very first saw the trailer, I was like, "Oh shit, this is a true story!" Like, I had no idea. And then obviously, it was ran into the ground. But the, like, someone going from like I thought Gran Turismo was going to be another just like video, like Need for Speed adaptation. But then they're like, "Oh, this yeah. real dude actually became a racer." I was like, "Shit, okay." Yeah, exactly. I love that. I love that angle that they took with it. That it was. I mean, well, they're kind of they got they kind of got lucky that you know this story was true and they could build their their movie off of that. But um, yeah, so I'm just glad that I don't have to watch that trailer in the theater anymore because if I had to hear David Harbor say, "You threw over my lawn one more time," I was gonna lose it. I was gonna lose it, dude. I've raced this track before. Like I was like, stop, stop. stop, stop, I understand. So we're just going with no spoilers in this one. So I'll just keep it brief in my next one so yeah i really enjoyed it i thought it was heartwarming neil blomkamp the neil blomkamp's direction was pretty pretty good um some might say he's back i i'd like to say that he never left because i actually kind of kind of like chappy don't let anyone i mean it's, it's kind of out there now so oh well but uh no yeah i really thought it was a really heartfelt um film there actually is some emotional core that i was surprised with um even though his dad was kind of like a, a dick for no reason but i feel like we all had that dad before or know someone like that so i thought that was kind of funny but uh yeah man uh that's pretty much all i got off the top of my head alex what are your thoughts on gran turismo it's it's a bit of peak Bl- uh blom camp uh emphasis on the camp um i'm not the biggest fan i think after district nine he kind of like fell off a cliff i'm not i haven't seen elysium but chappy really ruined my theater love um but uh, as far as the film i like i don't think we've gotten a bad racing movie to be honest i think they're all pretty solid shall um speed racer but as far as like the the true story aspect i thought i was actually pretty interested the first half i think is pretty just generic underdog story very like you know biopic like you've seen it before 50 million times you're not really like compelled um the video game aspect is pretty cool but then once we get into like he's a full-on racer we're getting the training stuff like the second half i was in i was locked in i was shocked i saw this movie like in july early july with george at alamo draft house and like i was fully expecting like nothing i was like this i didn't even want to see this but i left fully like just entertained there was a like you said there was a good emotional core especially with his family and him overcoming the like it's an underdog story um the overcoming the odds part definitely hits i like the ending um, there were some shocking moments that I didn't know were true. Like um, if you've seen the movie with a certain accident that might've been shown in the trailers, uh, that was, I didn't know that was real. That was pretty interesting. Um, David Harbour, um, he actually was good. I mean, his, some of his roles have been very suspect, especially in movies lately, but I thought he was good. I thought he added a lot. Orlando Bloom was just there. If you're expecting a lot of Orlando Bloom as a fan, you're not going to, you're going to be probably a little disappointed. He was what just there. that man? <laughs> uh, yeah, the, from Pirates of the Ad. Two of the Pirates, biggest franchises yeah. ever. Lego like, listen to Soup, baby. Oh, yeah. Even, God. Yeah, but he was all right. And then there was some cool shots. I thought any of the, um, like, the visual, visual effects of, like, them transitioning from him in a video game to him, like, racing the real track, I thought was pretty neat. Um, all the racing scenes are very intense and um, well shot. Um, but, yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was a very big surprise. I was not expecting much, especially with the trailers, like Sammy said. Wow some of the worst things ever i don't know why they kept <laughs> they kept putting it after like it was before dune every time and i was like please stop playing this thing you're not making it any better <laughs> um but yeah based off of a true story never forget that and i i enjoyed my time i think i gave it three out of five on letterbox um so i definitely would recommend 100 only a three i thought you had a like a five it was it was it was definitely between three or five it was close uh okay. but i think i edged out to the three just um based off of the fact that it's based off a true story 
I really did think it was like a like I thought you had it at four. Cam, I think um, you're yeah. the most recent to have seen it. What what's your thoughts on? Grand yeah, Spencer? I saw it, I saw it yesterday. Oh, it's fine. Um, I wanted to like it more because I did see that. Like, I also did see you know like Alex and I think Sammy may have said this and I think George said this. Like the they everyone said the first hour um, isn't their favorite part and then it really picks up for the last hour and I completely agree with that, but. I just really didn't care for the first hour and it's a lot due to, and we're Tyler, we were talking about this before we got on the pod. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not a racing guy. I'm not a, not a fan of racing movies other than like Ford V Ferrari and rush. We talked about, um, I really like those, but, and then, and we just did a review on speed racer. I just don't care about car racing or any type of racing in general, to be honest with you. I, I don't know why, um, it doesn't hold my interest all that much. Um, so you're already starting off on like a low for myself, unfortunately. Um, also, th- this the fact this is a true story is just kind of crazy. Good for him, um, but I, I just that is so stupid. It's going from <laughs> gaming to race driving. Good for you, but the fact was it an actual competition? Or did he just start? Yeah. So it was like I'm, legit. It's still, like they, it's still a thing. I'm pretty sure they have like a full academy still for like good Gran for Turismo. Does anyone remember the name of the racer, the real real, real life racer? Because I heard Jan, he did some of the stunts. Yeah, it was Grand Jan first name, Ma- last name. Martin Burrow, I think. I think it's Jan oh, yeah. He did some of the stunts in the movie I saw. Like, yeah, he, I he saw did all the too. driving. That's really yeah. cool. I'm yeah. glad they gave him that shout out at the end. Like the, it was a kind of like a postcard thing to be like, here's the real, like, you know, the classic biopic is like, here's the real guy. And then like, he did all the stunts. I feel like that's something like, you got to give him credit for that. Like you don't like I get being humble sometimes, but it's kind of nice that they were like, by the way, like all the driving in this movie was actually him. Like that's a cool touch. So cool. now, now yeah. my next question is for someone who didn't do any research into this. If they do this every year, why was this movie about him? Was he the first one or is he the best or like the best? He's, he's the like best. So he's like, actually, he's, he's like, like actually made it from where like yeah. everyone else has kind of fall, fall out or like fallen off but he's yeah, like actually so. made it is kind of like the idea. Okay. Yeah. Like that the, makes sense. The, the Le Mans race, which is the end of Gran Turismo, which is the, the yeah. race that Ford versus Ferrari is about. That's like a, a massive international race. And the fact that he was able yeah, yeah. to do so well in it, like that's a crazy feat that okay. no one else has done. And that, he might've been the first, I think to actually which, do it as well. Tyler spoilers, man. Maybe he didn't do all that. Well, you can't be, you can't be spoiling. <laughs> Oppenheimer all over again. It's his. Oh my word. The spoilers. There <laughs> oh, are no, no. spoilers. But I like I like David Harbour. Uh, was it Alex who said he's been in some questionable things? What's been questionable? I like David Harbour. In like, this. what has like, he been in Violet the past Knight, like five years? Violent Night. He was kind of goaded. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's his I niche. Love. Just Santa Claus movies. That's his niche right now. Yeah, you just bro. have Suicide Squad on the brain. That's the issue. That's yeah. I recently uh, watched Suicide Squad 2016, and I I was shocked to know that. that he was a government agent. And I was like, yeah. what are you doing in this movie? Yeah, I was like, I was heartbroken. But yeah, he's great. He's actually so great. I thought he did really well in this movie. So I'm glad that uh, you know we're David Harbour supremacy over here. Cam, you gave it a three. Yeah. yeah, sorry, like a 63 out of 100. Um, I, I, I exactly like you guys said. First hour, I just didn't care, and then the last hour was real gripping when they actually start getting into racing, and I thought it was a lot cooler. Um, but now my dog's trying to pull off the cords of my. Yeah, for me, I gave it a 3.5 star, 6.6 out of 10. I had a good time with this. Uh, I'll echo what everyone's kind of been saying in the beginning, like 45 minutes are 
they're just kind of boring. It's they're very generic, very boring. But once it gets into like the the training academy and the actual racing, it gets pretty exciting. Um, we mentioned that David Harbour I think is great in this. This is one of those like before I even saw it. Obviously, heard a lot of people hyping up his performance, saying he steals every scene, and I think he did live up to the hype. I thought he was truly great and everything. Orlando Bloom, like Alex said, he was just there. Like he didn't really do much, but. I do really like he has such a posh accent and he dressed so nice. And there's like, I want to see more just like him being like a wealthy dude, like in movies. I think that's, that's his, his niche right now in life. But uh, yeah, this movie, it was hammered into the ground that is based on a true story. And it's like a meme at this point, but like, it truly is one that like when I first saw it, I was like, how is this a true story? Like, I, I don't even like, I can't even believe that this is an actual thing. Like who, who in a boardroom thought of like taking a video game racer and like making them an actual racer that just, cause this is not mm-hmm. like, baseball like take like i don't know there's like something that could genuinely kill someone and like taking someone who's literally like barely driven anything fast and just get putting them in some of the fastest most horsepower machines that have been created on this earth see like i don't know that just i'd imagine nissan's liability department legal department had a field day with whoever suggested this one they had to, you could the you longest could waivers make, ever you could probably make like a whole air blackberry movie on that whole decision making process and i would be down to watch it to be honest with you yeah. no we so you're telling me that if we take this kid from race or from gamer to racer we blow up the earth it'd just be mad damon and we strap him to like a thousand mile an hour rocket we we have a chance of blowing yeah, up the earth. drop some also jimmy hunts in this movie who is it like, i forgot like jimmy Hunso, who's like barely like he's in like Bro, he's, everything he's shout i was gonna say that y'all he's said a, y'all said david dash malton's in everything she is in jimmy hansen he needs more he's, in every, are, he's in Marvel, DC, Star Wars. If you've uh, seen if you've seen Blood Diamond, he needs more lead roles. Like he yes. is so, awesome. so he's talented. in Fast and Furious. He's in uh he's in Gladiator. I think he's in Mission Impossible, if I'm not mistaken. He's in the uh the quiet place. He's, he's in the multiverse and everything. He is so good. Well, Him and David Desnaldi just the need a, they need a buddy cop movie. Them don't, don't forget yes. Shazam Fury of the He's gods. an invincible. He's <laughs> Shazam. An invincible. Oh my Shazam goodness, Fury of the gods. Yeah, and He's Aquaman. A... He's the fish Gladiator. king. Aquaman. How to Train Your Gladiator. Dragon Two. <laughs> what a filmography. Yeah. yeah, How to Train Your Dragon. The Kingsman franchise. The goat. The Kingsman franchise. Ar- He's in every franchise. Oh my god. Like when you mention when you mentioned his father, I was like, holy shit! Like who is that that I'm thinking of? And it's like, I was like, this guy is in literally every. Yeah, bro. He's in Captain Marvel. He's in every franchise, man. He is the ghost. As he should be. Um, so I'll, I'll break the spoiler wall right now. So we'll jump into some spoiler talk on Gran Turismo. So the big thing, obviously, that I didn't know going into it was the, the crash that was alluded to. You see it in the trailer. Um, immediately when I like a- after getting out of the movie, I wanted to watch the actual scene of it in real life because I guess I'm a little sadistic. But it, it's mirrored like 100%. So if you like watch Gran Turismo wow. and you're like, Oh, like a car can't really like take off like that and fly. Like, no, like the, the, the movie looks exactly like it did in real life where it just literally just like took off into the air. It flew over a fence, uh, killed one, uh, spectator injured a bunch of others, but yeah, it's just, and before I saw the movie, I saw someone in a negative review saying like, they didn't like how the movie handled that, but I was like surprised. I thought they handled it fine. Like I thought when, when they said that at first, I thought when the crash happened in the movie, I was like, Oh, are they just not going to mention that it like killed a spectator? But they mentioned that. And like, they went into that pretty detailed. So I thought they did a fine job with talking about the real life thing. I think maybe people get rubbed the wrong way when people use other people's tragedy to be like the fueling thing behind him of him. Like now, like, Oh, like I'm going to become like the best ever because of this tragedy. And when it's, they didn't really like mention who died or whatever, but I don't know. It's a dangerous sport for the racers as well as the spectators. And I think people kind of, you know, know there's a level of risk going into it. So it is very tragic for sure. But I think they handled it 
decently in the movie, but yeah, that crash was insane. Like I saw the real footage just wild. Like it's wild that he was able to walk away from that with like, not that crazy of injuries. Cause yeah, you can watch the real thing. It's on YouTube and it's just, just wild that a car can just like take off in the air and just combust like that. Basically. Fucked. Fucked. That's crazy. I didn't know that was like, I left the theater and I was like, is this like a real thing they put in? Like, obviously it's based off a true story. So I was like, why would they fake this? It's one of those where thing? you think it's added for the movie. Cause sometimes yeah, yeah, like yeah. true stories aren't that intense, you know? So they have to add a little bit of fluff, but like, no, that's like, like i don't know if it's the right way to you say this but like i guess kind of props for him to adding that like and like acknowledging mm -hmm. that mistake like that big moment like and like giving you know like just attention to it so i, I give him props I, I think i read somewhere that he wouldn't sign off on the movie unless they did something like that or something right. along those lines where he was like he really emphasized that he wanted that to be addressed in the and, movie and, I by, see and by he or are you talking about the real guy yeah 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 um yeah, and I did see that criticism that, you know, they, they of course, people want to criticize everything, but it was used as character motivation. And now the real question is, did David Harbour's person in real life um, actually kill someone, too? That was probably added for fluff. I don't know. Because mm. I don't know. Yeah, is he based off a real person? I imagine. But like, I, I would imagine. But that was like the one heart to heart that they had where it was like. Because it was like, the same. It. Was it the same race or was it a different race? I forget. It, it was, was after the whole hospital scene and everything. He no, but I'm saying, was it the same race that like David Harbour's character killed someone? No, in? No, yeah, no, it was no, no, that was just a different lot. track, different track, yeah, different track. Because you kind of learned he's like this old gruffy. 50 yeah, no, I, I, I know. I didn't know if it was the same track, is what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. The grizzled veteran mentor. He's essentially mentor. at the start of story. I wonder if that was true, years. and also I wonder if every true story always have an, has an old grizzled veteran because I've never met an old that makes a mistake and then they has to rectify. He lives through like his. You know, I've never met one of those people in my life ever, like who used to be great, but like their knee broke at 32, so they couldn't oh, really do anything. Guys, could have yeah. made the league. Could have oh, made. Yeah. Been, hard, maybe. I'm gonna been be that point. guy in the future. I'm gonna be like, yeah, I could have made the league. I just, yeah, I had a lot of surf toe got me. One of my biggest problems with this movie is I didn't like none of the characters really stood out to me, and and it was most prominent when I was watching the movie, and so kind of. We're in spoilers, so it doesn't matter. But Jan loses by like 0.01 seconds, right? Like he he loses that race when Orlando Bloom is trying to convince David Harbour's character to um, to take Jan instead of the other guy. The problem was I didn't know either of their names when they were talking about like who won and who lost. I was like, man, I am not invested to this. I don't remember either of their names right now. So I don't. I didn't know who won at first and who lost and who they were trying to convince. And so that was one problem for me. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I was really encapsulated in these characters by any means, but maybe that's just on me. To kind of add on to that, like there was this whole, I have a bunch of notes that I wrote down for it. Uh, I love enough, that. One of, the, one of the first things I wrote was like, this is like when Ben Affleck was criticizing Armageddon for the drillers. <laughs> like, let's let's teach drillers how to be astronauts. Yeah. Have astronauts, instead of astronauts being drillers. I don't know why I wrote that down. I thought that was funny. Um, this like amazing this, movie, by the way. Amazing movie, by the way. Great Michael movie. Bay, right? I don't want to close my eyes. Great song. Anyway, also, um, but there was like this undertone. I mean, not really undertone. It was pretty much thrown in your face. That I thought they were going to hone on more. And it was like this whole conversation about social status and like where you come from compared to, you know, who you're competing against. Like you saw all the rich douchebag racers out there were kind of like, that's kind of what got David Harbour's character to be like, all right, I'm in. Let's do this freaking, um, you know, uh, contest or whatever it is i wonder how that guy kind of talk about it. what was that 
I wonder how the real life racer feels now. He got fucked by point oh, or like he won, but now he's like he's just going to see a movie and he's like, man, I remember this. I really thought I won. Like if he didn't know, oh, he his just, like, teammate, his teammate no, that he was with the guy, the guy he lost to, or the guy who Jan lost to by point one seconds and should have been like taken into the academy or taken into whatever wherever he went. Um, I wonder if that guy's watching this movie and he's just like, well, holy fuck, I won that race. They screwed me. It's I should the be there right now. It's actually the opposite, Cam. So Jan oh, won. Oh, really? That's, what the, that's why it was an interesting conversation. Uh, it was like, they wanted see, the more – They wanted the, the more qualified guy. They, like, they wanted yeah, to okay. pick him, but they were – The guy that would sell They advocated my bet. I thought Jan was – see, that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. I didn't get this entire conversation. <laughs> I forgot every name. Okay. Now I'm caught up. Thank you. Still, but yeah, no. In the end, doesn't he become like it comes full circle and he helps him in the end for Lamont? Yeah, that's yeah. So okay, I'm not gonna lie. I was waiting. I was in my head. I was just like, it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Yeah, a win is a win. A win is a win. A win is a win by one or one hundred. I've seen two movies now that have featured the Lamont races: Ford versus Ferrari, which internationally is called Lamont '66, and now Gran Turismo. And Mm -hmm. it's like one of the most iconic international races. It takes place over 24 hours. But both movies that I've seen now have had torrential downpours that make it a really dangerous race. So I've only seen two, but both of them have had like very dangerous raining conditions. Like maybe choose a different season or a different yeah. location. Take a yeah. different day to do this. Cause right? it like every Lamont I ever out. see in movies is like, Oh, it's raining so bad that one of us might die tonight. It's like, maybe just <laughs> go to like a desert or something and do the race. Yeah, there like I don't understand. It's Send downpouring it. in these small cars that like are going like 90 million miles per hour. I'm like, and they're like, yeah, keep right it now? going. Keep and it I'm going. like, oh, so this thing was 24 hours. I don't know racing. So I was like, are you, you serious? Like 24 hours racing? Like they're sleeping in chairs. Like I'm yeah. like, there's just no way you're like, brother, you're, like, man, they're just locked. It. It's it's the Celsius. It's Sammy knows. It's the we're trying to get this. I'm gonna go grab one right now. now. I need one. You yeah. need to get the can and put like the, the Celsius right here. I just gotta cover right. it. We got need that sponsorship first. Yeah, we do. Gotta cover it, but that's, that's what they're fucking doing, just driving the whole time. This also, oh, I can. Oh wait, were you gonna say? Go ahead, go ahead. I, was, I just wanted to give a shout out to Kenny G because I love my saxophone brother. So if you guys don't like Kenny G, listen to Kenny G. Is that scene where he's listening to Kenny G and he's like, "Can <laughs> you turn this good, down?" Man. And no lie, say that wasn't okay. good, man. That I was, was like, good. I was like, no, was good. Was good. giving him a shout out right now. Also, one one other gripe, not really a gripe, but like it was just like there. They had a whole romance subplot thing that was just like the, the leastly fleshed out thing ever. Like, and he was DMing that, her on Instagram. Is that like, part real? Like, because. It, I mean, it's it just was a so tropey. I guess I don't it's know. It's so tropey. Where they had to have, like, like, you have. It's like they picked a lot yeah. of this is very cliche standard stuff, especially with like this the antagonists of like the the yeah. rich the rich kid that he's racing. It's down to like it's the most cliche thing ever. But yeah, the romance part. I was like, did this really need to be in here? I was like, well, I was like, what? I was like, is it this? Maybe this is so real that he like he had to put it in. But I was like, if you're not married to this girl, <laughs> why are you putting or dating her? Why is this in here? I was like, this is I was this is bordering on Tokyo Drift levels for the first forty five minutes. I'm not gonna lie, I thought I it was like flashbacks to that horror. And then it just like completely shifted, and I was like, yes. one one, one moment that happens that is similar to like what happens in both Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick is the classic like the hotshot Tom Cruise like in the original Top Gun comes in and the rest of the people like hate him and are hazing him and like fighting him and bullying him and it's like in your mind you're like yelling at the TV you're like you're literally like fighting for your lives together like you should be friends but in this movie I'm like the opposite where when the people came in there bullying him because like they're like you're a gamer you don't belong here like it's dangerous for you on the track I think they should have bullied him more honestly like I feel like I would be even more (laughs) mad than they were I'd be like literally I've been doing this my whole life get the hell away from this track. Like I would just not, I would not have wanted, like, it's like, if you're playing, I don't know if you're 
just doing anything dangerous. You don't want some inexperienced dude coming in when you're like classically trained to do it and like give you the chance of like you getting in a crash. Like I would have been yeah. more of a bully than they were. What if they just start? What if we just start like doing this as drivers' tests? Like you don't actually put them on the road, but you got to pass the Le Mans the gamer, the like, on on Gran Turismo. You have they to. Should, I was thinking should. about that though. Like really, I was like, if I was one of these guys, right, and I. A gamer, like, like, say, like, for example, I was a like basketball player, player and, and an NBA two K player got the chance to play pro basketball with me. Yeah. I would be, I would be oh. livid. Like, I grinded for this, whether, I uh, mean, whether or not I was, you know, and I just see this this gamer dweeb. I'd be a little, you know, a little. I that's just the inner hater in me, though. I'm gonna be honest with you. We but, played yeah. COD last night. Put us, put us overseas. Alex and I. Just <laughs> I, was, I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, just throws. Like, Let's get a Tekken tournament going. All the te- best Tekken fighters and actually just have them fight to the death in person. That'd be great. Wait, is, Tekken, the, is, is Tekken like the, what you call it, Mortal Kombat? Yeah, Mortal Kombat's a little more, uh, they're both kind of spiritual. Eh, whatever. I just, I, I, I've heard people like, I've never like played I've Tekken, so I was like, that's a. I'm, I'm a fossil, so that's like. Yeah, I was like, I was like Tekken. Yes, one, like, baby. I'm like, Damn. Tekken, that's kind of like. Gray, the right? Fucking gray machine. The old PS1, incredible. I love, I love the PS1. There's actually like three moments in this movie that had me right thinking of other movies. Like the whole training with David Harbour, I was like, this is Mulan, make a man out of you. Like I was oh, just yeah. waiting for them to say, I'm going to make a man out of you. And oh, then we yeah. had that douchebag racer who swept the leg in the car race or tried to sweep the leg. Oh, my God. How is he alive? <laughs> How the fuck good is that question. guy alive? Yeah, people person, like man. sabotaging, like, but like in this sport, when you sabotage, you may kill someone. You kill like, someone. I was, like, it was insane. I'm was like, that's attempted. That's 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 almost. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut his brakes. It's gonna be sick. <laughs> he's he's totally gonna run his car into a wall. It's gonna be. And the fact that he sick, knew man. that he knew the brakes was because of like he played the game. Like I need to know if that was real too. He's like, I, yeah. they cut my brakes. Yeah. That I seemed a little far fetched to me. That like based on the the feeling <laughs> of the game that he was able to feel that. But yeah, yeah, gamers. That was fluff. That had to have been fluff. But but last. Yeah, go ahead. Last movie, sorry, last movie was uh, Never Back Down just because Jaimon Hansu's in that. So I was like, oh, it's very similar vibes, the whole underdog story to it. It's just great, it. man. Yeah, I'll have to check that so, out. It's, uh, you know, it's one from my childhood that mm-hmm. I would say I liked, and then, you know, you revisit it, and you're like, oh. Not that yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> That's not it. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's not, no. That's not no. it. But yeah, so Gran Turismo, Cam gives it a three. Uh, Alex gives it a three. Sammy gives it a three and a half. I give it a three and a half as well. 63 out of 100. There you go, Cam. 6.6 out of 10 for me. So, yeah, we've, we've all been officially rizzed up. There's our review. We're now jumping into the next movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. What did this get? This came out, what, two weekends ago at this point? Um, not last weekend, but the weekend before. Yeah, it's been out for a bit. So this is, uh, you know, the, the revival of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles brand and IP. So a new generation of heroes will rise straight from the sewers. After years of being sheltered from the human world, the Turtle Brothers set out to win the hearts. And that, that's a great prop right now, too. The I Turtle Brothers set out to, to win it. the hearts of New Yorkers <laughs> and be accepted as normal teenagers through heroic acts. Their new friend, April O'Neil, helps them take on a mysterious crime syndicate, but they soon get in over their heads when an army of mutants is unleashed upon them. Um, yeah, let's just jump right into it. It was directed by Jeff Rowe, came out a couple weekends ago. Obviously, a lot of people have been comparing the animation style a lot to a lot of influence from the Spider-Verse movies. Um, yeah, and uh, let's, let's start off with the guy honestly wearing the, wearing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, eye mask right now. What were your thoughts? Shout out, Mike. Shout out Michelangelo, by the way. He's the best, best turtle by far. Best by, turtle. By Easily. Far. Everyone knows he's solos. All right, let me take this off because I actually can't see. 
but uh so i actually thoroughly enjoyed this movie uh it was very very surprising i mean it wasn't surprising i mean i'm a i'm a teenage mutant ninja turtle shill i grew up with the turtles it's like one of my childhood core memories the 90s movies one of my staples uh 2003 show is the best by the way so if you're saying 2012 you're insane but i can see why you would say 2012 anyway this movie um so going into it you know the whole spider-verse inspirations were kind of running amok everyone was saying this and that about it um but honestly watching it i thought it kind of deserves to stand on its own merits like it's definitely got its inspirations but it's its own thing honestly it felt like watching an animated oil painting i said with some type of like hand-drawn sketches um but yeah man i mean it's a typical teenage mutant ninja turtle story there's nothing super crazy about it it is a nice way to reimagine the the turtles i think for a younger audience or this generation's audience i mean they literally say riz and uh Dude, I, I, I put that in my review. Sorry to just say anything, but I put that in my review of like, it says Riz, it talks about TikTok, but it doesn't do it in the worst way. You can yeah. really fuck up a movie by just like throwing in a bunch of like new terms, whatever you want to call them. But like, I, I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, but you could no. you could just tell it's like it was geared, it's definitely geared to, towards a younger audience, but it does have like something for the OG fans to appreciate. Obviously the lore is explored a little more. The one thing I did find really interesting about the like just the designs of the characters was how the turtles look more like perfect than the humans did or at least more symmetrical i should say like a lot of the humans had like either a big head small body small feet big head i thought that was an interesting choice i think it was a nice way to look at their feet man hey tarantino baby anyway um so i just thought that was an interesting way to portray like the mutants in the movie and uh overall man i mean i just think it's it's a typical tmnt story it's heartfelt definitely the the casting was probably the best choices they've ever made. I think the decision to make the turtles actual teenagers was, you could feel it like the, the energy and the charisma, the chemistry was palpable. Like, I think they recorded their scenes all together in the booth. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw that behind the scenes before I watched the movie. So I thought that was so smart on uh, Seth Rogen's front to, you know, just have actual teenagers playing it. And I, I think they actually mentioned they were the ones that put in Riz and all the new terms. And they were like, I don't know if we should do that. What does that mean? And then they were like, no, nah, trust me, trust me. So, they had to explain Riz to like Ice Cube or something. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> and Ice Cube is Superfly is just has one of the best character introductions. Mm. Just great, great song choice. Um, and then overall the story, it's it's pretty typical. It's like mutant teenage mutant ninja turtles typical story slash X-Men story. It's essentially about being suppressed as a mutant and trying to fit in and all that stuff. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. I gave it four stars on Letterboxd. And uh, yeah, I would. I'm I'm so down for the team. This new team into universe. I can't wait. I think there's going to be an animated series coming up next, and then a bunch of sequels they have planned out. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But I am a Ninja Turtle shill. Alex, I thoroughly enjoyed it as well. I'm I might go as far as to say it's the best TMNT movie like that we've gotten. I know people love that original. I love the original too. But I think that the combination of it being like this youthful take, like they're actually teenagers. The animation, I think, just the simple story. I think it worked very well. I think I have it literally number one, then I have the original, and then I have the 2007, if you know, you know, the TMNT movie. But as far as everything, the, let's start with the artwork and everything and the, the animation. It's very, like, thank you, Spider-Verse. I'm so glad that we're getting all these unique stylistic movies now. It's very 2D, 3D sketchbook, like um, Spider-Verse. But like you said, I think it stands on its own merits. It's very, like, uh, it's very, very new, but it's also very, you know, takes inspiration from that. Um, but it's very gorgeous to look at all the the fight scenes the choreography like the way they did it's just so like you are glued to the screen you can't stop looking at it i liked all the designs i liked how young the turtles looked 
Um, I thought that was really cool. The humans look all neat. Um, as far as the story, it's very, very, you know, basic TMNT. If you've seen any TMNT of growing and trying to find acceptance, uh, you've seen this movie before. But I think that it was the best decision because in previous TMNT movies, like especially like going as far as the 2007 movie, they get a little too complex. You don't need something too complex for this kind of movie, especially for when we're restarting the universe entirely. Um, uh, so I thought that worked really well. The villain was very, you know, very, you know, but it's, it's, it was Ice Cube playing it. So I loved it Ice Cube, man. It it was, it was he made it, but like, I think that like it worked, it was just very generic, but it was, it worked very well. That's how I can describe this movie. Um, and then as far as the Turtles, man, like you said, the chemistry, man, just them being teenagers, it worked so well. Them recording it overlapping in the booth together, like they kind of talk over each other. It just makes it like a natural conversation of how kids would talk to each other. Mm -hmm. And the Riz comments, the Aki way, the bacon, egg and cheese. I was like, this is very New York. This is very teenager now and it worked like i didn't cringe i like i was shocked you know yeah. when you use like if if i was gonna hear if they told me that i was gonna hear riz in this i probably would have winced a little bit but it came out naturally i thought jackie chan is um uh what what splinter. it was splinter. Splinter. splinter why am i like forgetting uh was great i, I they usually and they approached him very differently usually we get this kind of splinter that's like um uh, just more of like on the martial arts, like mentor side, whereas they explored him more as like an overprotective dad in this. And I really like that different approach that we don't really normally see from Splinter. Um, and yeah, I thought all of the the, the mutant gang that they meet in this, um, I liked how they mirrored some of the Turtles personalities and when they were hanging out, you saw that. Um, but overall, like this was a big, this is a big win. Seth Rogen, man, he's three of three, the boys, Invincible, this just continue. You. To, <laughs> keep producing superhero that. stuff. I got not, don't don't touch the MCU DC like don't touch that or the don't touch that right now it's toxic but as far as those properties he's nailed it I'm there for it um I loved it I gave it four out of five and um I think it might be the best turtle movie Cameron second best yeah um so I I like I have nothing new to say at all my new thing was gonna be shout out Seth Rogen for just <laughs> crushing it with his um production but i gave this an 80 out of 100 like right at the four out of five um i really loved it um it for me like the it would never be a five out of five in the sense that it's super generic like we've mentioned like it's it's an extremely generic movie and if it's a five out of five for you that's great but for me it'd be it's a super generic but i think they did the best they could with that generic like they did amazing with everything we've mentioned the animation i'm not going to say it again um the the kids were perfectly cast like i i loved them all i think they were incredible i fucking loved ice cube he was hilarious in this uh jackie chan splinter like i think this is one of one of the best casted casted movies or cast movies casted's not a word um one of the best cast movies of all time uh maybe not but like seth rogan as bebop and john steady or john cena as rocksteady like just awesome perfect, john perfect. Steady. they're so good new, new name but yeah, and then I didn't even know it was Post Malone playing Ray Flay. Uh, uh, I didn't know Paul <laughs> Wait. Rudd. Like, yeah, but Paul like, Rudd was also the what you call it, the chameleon, right? I was gonna say, say how have we not mentioned Mondo Gecko? He was yeah, I was Mondo killed Gekko, for him. Paul, yeah, I Paul, love him so much. Bro, Ao Edabree or Edabiri, I, I I forget how it's pronounced. Was great as April. Fuck whoever on Twitter is posting this criminal ass tweet about a fourteen-year-old saying she's the worst looking april o'neill <laughs> criminal lock him up does she uh, play cindy in the bear yeah she's yeah i knew bear. i heard her voice i was like she she's great she's yeah great she's also in uh bottoms which is coming out later this year uh which is supposed to be really good i think that's 
I feel like that has something to do with Seth Rogen as well, but I, I could be completely wrong about that. Um, but yeah, fucking Seth Rogen, he's the weed guy. And like, that's like all he makes his character or like, that's all he makes himself known as. He's like, yeah, this movie's great for weed, but he's just so good at producing these comic book movies. It's and insane. Or, it's or really superhero, insane. whatever. Um, was CMNT a comic book before it was a, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So comic book stuff, like the boys invincible, this, like you guys mentioned, I'm not a huge TMNT guy. Um, I grew up with the, the animated movie. Um, I forget which one though. Like I, I just, I, I didn't remember it all that well, but I can say for certain, these are so much better than the Michael Bay ones. Um, so that's all. That's I have all like I a little sweet spot for that. Yeah, of <laughs> course you do. Cause you they're, can't, they're not, listen, let's, let's, let's make it clear. It's, it wasn't directed by him, but it was directed by him. If that makes sense. Like you could yeah, tell, yeah, like he nah, produced the hell out of he it. Produced them. Um, and I'm not going to argue it because they are pretty bad, but like, they got the turtles right at least like they're, they're they the turtle personalities are great i mean they look like if like an alien and a frog like made love like that's what they look like but um I, we're not going to defend this movie let's move on from that yeah. i'm not even like, gonna try to like put my life on the line for michael bay's ninja turtles <laughs> that's not yeah, that's a bad movie man bad movie in my opinion tyler yeah, what's Cam, your Cam, you gave it a four out of five right yeah, 80 out of all. Yeah, so oh, this is one of those movies like, I, I didn't love as, as much as most people, but sometimes when I see a movie or when anyone sees a movie that everyone seems to love and you just don't get, like you kind of want to, you, you jump to try to be like, oh, it was overrated because of this, or this is the part that's like people love, but it's actually not good. That's not the case for me here. Like there's genuinely nothing that I like didn't like about this movie. I gave it a three star, but barely. Like I gave it a 5.5 out of 10. I, I've never grown up a TMNT guy. I've never read anything from it, never seen a single thing, never any of the movies, nothing of TMNT. So this is my first experience with it. Um, and yeah, I just for me, it was like fine. I thought it was really generic. The voice acting from the kids, I thought was incredible. Um, you could definitely tell that the, the chemistry there was incredible. So if they keep the same kids together for the cinematic universe they're going to build out here, I think I could go a long way, especially since they are so young. So you can kind of grow into the the characters as well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was just like, it was just like a fine movie. I watched it. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It was kind of just in the middle for me. Um, obviously the animation is great. Like we all said, but yeah, it's just one that I didn't love as much as most people. Not really an exact reason I can pinpoint as to something that jumped out that I really didn't like about it. Um, but yeah, just three, three star for me. Um, I don't really have like a ton of spoiler stuff. Like I want to talk about, but we'll, we'll break the spoiler wall here. The only thing I will mention is, so we talked about April, AO Edabiri, um, so obviously like she has the moment where she's the the school like news reporter early on and she like throws up Cute. everywhere on screen. So that's like a big trauma for her that she has to overcome. And then like the thing I didn't get is like at the end she overcame it for like a minute and then like throws up again. I'm like, I feel like this isn't like a good lesson for the kids to be like, oh, if you yes. have a traumatic experience, it's it's just going to happen again. Never try and do it again because you're just going to throw up every time you're on TV. <laughs> well, no, like, but she doesn't care at she that point. It, she she's still, yeah, yeah, she yeah, accepts, yeah. But like, accepting yourself. Maybe kid, you do throw up every time you're on no, screen. No, no, but yeah, yeah, kids out there, if you want to be a newscaster, you can't throw up every time. <laughs> no, 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 throw up all you want, man. Just start yakking <laughs> all just, you want. Yeah. Talk about any spoilers you guys want. I really have nothing that I really want to dive into. As, like we said, it's pretty generic. I, I don't, the main I one say wait, wait, that we, we didn't mention the soundtrack. The soundtrack was fucking incredible. Every Good single thing. time they played Annie up, I was just ready to just get up out of my seat and start Annieing up, I guess. I don't know. It was insane. <laughs> More money. The main spoiler, though, like it's got to be the end credit scene, which is obviously like they introduce Shredder. He's going to be the next villain, which was the most obvious thing. Like if TMNT, like if Not you didn't have Shredder. Shredder. Not Shredder. It would have been like just a waste of an opportunity. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, obviously, like there was people in my theater like that were like cheering. I didn't know like 
the, the Teen MNT like fan base was going crazy for. It. I was like, okay, I expected this. Yeah. Um, but that the design looks cool from we only see him from the behind. Kind of crazy pause. Hey yo. Uh, but uh, the design looks great. The, the design looked great for yeah. the animation style. That's that's the one that I wanted to talk about. That was pretty cool. This did have the very generic like Superfly uh, Ice Cube was. Uh, it's like giving his backstory, and you're like, damn, maybe I feel for this guy. And then he's like, but I want to kill every single person ever. They're all <laughs> it's dying. The, yeah. It's the same thing they did with like Killmonger, or like yeah. any like these. Like they make yeah. so much sense, and they're like, well, we have to make them terrorists. We have to like, murder every. We have to make them vicious, evil beings yeah. so that, that people can't root for them. Or else he, was that, Mag- he was just Magneto. Magneto, yeah. I literally yeah, was like Magneto. But, they're very that similar is, to X. That is the best villain, but he was just like, and we're gonna enslave them all. And I was like, ah, you lost <laughs> Dude, me, man. Yeah, it me. was great though. Hey, this movie, one thing I need to say is that it actually made Donatello kind of make me appreciate Donatello because normally he's like the forgotten. He, turtle. he is the fool. Dude, when when Superfly grabs him and starts beating on him, what does he say? He says, uh, "My stick" or something like that. Right? No, I, well, the stick part was funny, but he says something. He's he's a uh, was he popping a cap in my ass or something? I forgot what he's saying. Oh no, he's beating. I forgot. It was that was great. I like that scene. They made Donnie very like usually. I mean, I don't like know if like he's as far as my like my perception of Donnie, he's like kind of like the least favorite as far as everyone. Like you know, he's kind of the dork. That's the his whole shtick. But this one, he was very like he was very like a main, more of a main than the other guys. So I, I liked yeah. it. They gave more Donnie more shine. I, I enjoyed that. They put a little Mikey in him. I feel like. He got I feel like a lot of them had a lot of Mikey. Like even Raph had yeah. his own like th- because they're kids, so I get it. Like yeah. they're all very angsty, very uh like wacky. They're doing, they're playing um Fruit Ninja. Like that was pretty cool. Like they gave them a lot of like nice heart to heart moments of like them just being kids, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I agree. The one thing was like I wasn't expecting a big kaiju at the end. That's the only thing I was like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> but I did. I do got to say I do like the whole Spider Man One reference. Shout out Sam Raimi, the blueprint. Um. With all you know, the whole city of New York basically and like you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was pretty cool. Which is like funny because like the TMNT verse has more New York moments than the Tom Holland Spider Man trilogy. So we have to take Good. that. New account. York stinks. Fuck them. <laughs> Not a character in Spider Man. Fuck it. Go to go far. Enjoy Prague, buddy. Enjoy <laughs> Prague. Yeah, the kaiju kind of lost me. I thought the movie was gonna like. The pacing at that point kind of was weird because I thought the movie was going to end and then they just like randomly like they all team up again because I thought it was kind of rushed when they all become like they realize like Superfly is kind of like evil and then like they like go from that they're all like they flip sides and uh, like kind of like suddenly and then we just go to big fight kaiju fight and I was like oh yeah yeah I did I did like the old boy inspired scene I think one of the producers uh, mentioned that it was in fact inspired by old boy it was like when they first figured out how to fight and I thought that was pretty cool like when they first you could tell like this is their first time doing it like they're kind of like accidentally winning and they're like oh wow this is like oh we're actually good at this like all this training actually paid off and you kind of get those scenes where they kind of cut back and forth between you know beating various drug lords monsters and gangsters out i thought that was pretty funny or pretty good yeah I got, oh yeah the fight yeah yeah to alex's point i guess like i said i don't really have a criticism i can point to that is the one thing i just didn't really love the most is the end fight scene like i thought it was going well for a long portion of it and then like you said it kind of just went on it kind of just continued past the point i thought it was and i i just thought the whole final like 30 minutes was a little bit of a mess but it was super fun and like i thought the pacing was fun in terms of like there's a classic kids animated movie so that means like you know like the first time i really noticed this was with the incredibles 2 where I, it was like the first animated movie i watched and realized like holy shit like no wonder kids have like adhd these days because like you don't get a second to sit with anything it's like Plot point, plot point, plot point. You're just rushing through for 90 minutes. Dude, I, you're just like, holy I, crap. I will admit, 
I will admit I am med up, med up for uh, ADHD because I'm just like horrible. I loved it. I loved it. I was <laughs> like, man, I, I am like the definition of throw, throw subway surfers under a movie. Like that's, that's my shit, man. Uh, <laughs> but I, I love this thing. Get you bang, 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 bang. I'm, I'm all in. Um, yeah, so, so, so that, this that does rankings. it for TMNT. Yeah. So four stars from all you three and then a three star from me. Anything else we want to add on before we move on to the next one? It's basically, as far as like the TMNT movies, it's more of instead of exploring the martial arts aspect, it's more of them being turtle teenage, teenagers, which is, I, you know, it's a different approach. And I like that. So if you like that, I definitely would recommend it. it's a fun time. hundred percent. Yeah, I would. I will say I like how they tied Splinter and uh, Superfly's kind of character arcs. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Like it was a good, it was a Arrow, good uh, yeah. Charla Killmonger moment, you know, where he learned from that past. I thought that was good. Yeah. That's it for me. All right. Well, before we get into our next two reviews, I do want to mention that so yesterday the gauntlet was kind of thrown down by Andrews Visuals and Josiah Coops for a USA versus UK football match. So, that would be like if we got like a, like I said, if we got a movie talk meetup like where people across the globe, because obviously Australia has a strong movie talk community. The UK, Ireland has a great movie talk community. Obviously, America's filled with them and there's people scattered all throughout. But I feel like those are three main hubs, kind of West Europe. Australia and America. If we got like a full movie talk meetup and we did like a football match, that would be electric. I don't know where we I'm would just, do it, but it would be peak. USA would win a hundred percent. We'd have to do like USA versus Else World because travel no one else matters. Travel uh, soccer, like the inner child of myself, like would just come out in full force. I stopped at about I stopped travel soccer about seventh grade, but I think it's still there. I was I was on my fraternity's B team, so no big deal. So I'll just, it never I'll just it never left, huh? I'll just be the goon. I'll do whatever is required of my country. You're just you're I'll there. To I think Sammy might just be slide, slide tackle. tackle. Yeah, you're there to two foot Seth with a slide tackle, hundred yeah, percent. That's all you got to do. Slide tackles. That's all I'm out there for. Spamming it like uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, when everyone was starting to like assemble like the Avengers, it was like George posted a picture of him as a goalie, and I was like. I mean, my only experience playing soccer is as a goalie, and then Evan Solo replied, "Is like I can play in net." So it's like we got too many goalies. We need like we too many ball keepers. Players. Like we, got, we need outfield <laughs> yeah. players. Yeah, I feel like Alex hey, and like man. Sydney Sydney Volpe are probably like the only two I know who like play soccer like not as a goalie position. I guess Cam. I guess he played till seventh grade. Cam, you're outfield too, man. I, I'm a striker. I don't. I don't know any other position. I, I want the goals. Man. You're there to linger up at top and just like tap the ball. Yeah. Uh, they call me the messy of guys who have never played soccer um consistently for 18 years so who called that, you that who called you that well they Is it they, Emma? they they, they, they say specifically. just people in the in the app sammy's perfect he's got the perfect goal for a center back he's our unit man he's our i, I don't know what that means but i'm in there i'll listen to my coach i'm worried with our personnel I, that if we played a, a full field length football match that we might be i don't know we might be outmatched maybe played like indoor like I, arena i might be huffing and puffing like the, sta the stamina levels are going to be atrocious I, like, by minute 12 I'm, I'm getting a sub called well you're literally going to be standing there your striker you're just gonna be sitting there like okay, that's, perfect. Like that's perfect they're, they're pulling up the number cards though and my numbers <laughs> on that list they're damn you're out all i know is that you know England, whatever you know, else world they're gonna get, they're gonna get God just like the Revolutionary War. I fear so. That's just how it's gonna have to be. Me and me and Josiah will be on the be on the pitch. Just I'll be like, you want to you want to fake injuries? I'm I'm pulling the grown ups, <laughs> the end of grown ups pull. Not not fake injuries, man. Just that's we'll, that's all we need. We'll just have to play the American angle to our advantage in terms of like we'll just be like I don't know, like the prison guards in the longest yard where we just are gonna bend the rules, be playing dirty, physical. <laughs> like I mean, look at. We love the Josiahs, Josiah Coop, Josiah Smith, but 
we would all body them if we were in like a, a shoving match. Just, we we need the eagle jerseys too. I want the, the straight up eagle freedom. I want freedom tatted. Ninety five percent of the time, I I, I anti America. This five percent, I will be the most patriotic man. <laughs> anytime America is in like the Olympics, like World Cup, like I don't yeah. care. Like I don't give a shit half the time. But I become the biggest patriot no matter what. Like I I become yeah. George Washington reincarnated in a, like half Afro Latino boy. I don't care. It happens. I love it. Yeah, I think I the, the big it. thing is we just had the height advantage, so we just need as many corners, as many crosses as possible because we can out head uk i'm except yeah, Andrew Vigils is the only eight, one. So. yeah Andrew, we can out what the uk out head <laughs> out head the, yeah. uh, I'm in. Whoa, <laughs> hey, no. all right if we have to shout out so, shout out red white and royal blue uk and usa head reference is that what that movie's about i didn't it's watch the it. pre- it's it? the president's son and the prime and the queen's son Becoming like, uh, like a Disney Disney movie. Oh, really? yeah. isn't that like a Disney sound like Disney Isn't that like the that, Princess that Protection Program or something? Just... Isn't that the Princess Protection Program? Who is it? Right? That? Joey King or, or no? Is that Selena Gomez? I think no, it's Selena that's, Gomez. That's Lindsay right? Lohan, right? Or, wait, what? No, like Selena. the Princess Protection. Wait, no, wait, no. Am I faded? I think it's Princess. Yeah, that's that's Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato, right? Yeah, Demi mm-hmm. Lovato and no. So that's what that is. That's like they swap lives or something, and then right. But like either way, it's like the it's like yeah, a rich it's person's not, it's daughter the and then like a yeah. broke person's daughter, and they like you know, they don't look that much alike. Were they supposed to be twins? <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is seventy six yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also seventy six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a seventy yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Oh, what a fascinating movie. Speaking uh, of which, yeah, Chelsea's losing 2-0. Uh, my club's finished. Is it Mo Salah, baby? Yeah, he just scored. Yeah! <laughs> you don't Whoa. care. Like, why? you don't care, Kev. Mo Salah. Yes. Like Wait, it, what, did Premier League Sundays just start, like, Recently, yeah, yeah, yeah. it okay. started Friday with Man City versus Brentford, and then oh, Saturday so this was is, all this opening weekend. Yeah. Oh shit! Nice. Man, should have been there. All right. How well, about that preseason football, baby? Yeah, that, that's where I'm at. American football. Anthony Richardson kind of looked interception. Dope. He looked pass. a little mixed bag, but Justin Fields was cooking three for three, one twenty-three. I mean, that's just simple. Are you a Bears fan? Yeah, I was born in Chicago. We're about oh, to witness me. greatness with Trey Lance. I mean, like, now that Justin Fields has targets, like, there's no excuse. Trey Lance sucks. Exactly. He, he also, really? Come ball, on, he has no the chance. Ball, the ball was in the air for a good six yards, but he got 123 <laughs> yards passing, so we'll take it. Go Trey Lance, or go Justin Fields. Uh, is that Brock Purdy? Is he on the 49ers, or am I faded? Yeah, it's him yeah, and Trey Lance. Him, he's still, he's yeah, so you guys, bad. like, kind of mid. No. Oh, I'm a Rams fan. I don't want to talk about the 49ers with Baker Mayfield could win the Super Bowl. They just literally yeah, they just like an opportunity. Couldn't win it with all I know is pain my entire life. My dad got to live the freaking great pain your entire life. You're living in the playoffs. All I know is all I've ever known is years. All I've ever known is like three Super Bowls at least. You just got Christian McCaffrey. Fuck there's it don't mean a thing if you didn't get a ring. Uh, yeah, and I got the biggest. Only about, anything is only about winning, guys. It's only exactly. about winning. Only, not about the journey. Shout out Giannis. What's the view? What's the view? Let's go. Let's go. What's up? We're back in it. What's the view of second place? First place. Uh, you're just the first loser. 
Yeah, you're, like you're looking mentality. at first place's ass. That's yep. why we're gonna yep. we're gonna beat the UK, man. That's why we're gonna beat them. <laughs> hey, we're driven. We're driven. All right, <laughs> okay. moving from the UK to actually, I, I don't know. I was trying to make a smooth transition to where Jason Statham's from, but I'm actually not confident in what country he's from. Is it what? Is he Australian or UK? He's English. He's English. English? He's English. Yeah, no, he's he's one hundred percent English. Yeah, there's no way that's Australian. I mean, like he just sounds like I think his accent's more of like instead of being from Shirebrook, he's from Shirebrook, England. He's from the Shire. No, because when I start thinking about like Snatch and like old school Jason Statham, it made sense. But when I'm thinking about Jason Statham in a wetsuit, like jet skiing around, that's like screams like Australia to me. So um, the Meg to the trench has been released. Um, Kind of doing like crazy numbers for at the box office. I didn't realize. So, like, I know there's a meme people like the mega realize, but <laughs> no, people don't crazy. realize how big this thing is in China. It's not it's, U.S. numbers that mm. it's doing big numbers for. It, it, it over in like the the uh, uh, Asia market for this thing is absurd. They love the Meg, which great because I love the Meg. But um, like, people are real mad that this thing's getting way over I or way more money than like TMNT. TMNT hasn't released in China yet, so. There's a big thing, but also the Asia market just loves the bag. So just put that in your mind, there in you your go. perspective. No, that's good perspective. And Cam, I guess I'll, I'll start with you then, since uh, we've been starting with the guests. Well, how about you for this one? Meg to the Trench. I think you might be the most recent to watch it. Or no, no, no. I think I saw it actually after you, but yeah. You saw you it a little later. So I did. I saw this on Wednesday. I was doing an ad for AMC. Um, they asked me to go see an IMAX or Dolby movie. So Bro I went to the Meg rich. 2 and, and <laughs> I went to the Meg 2 in 3D um, and didn't see a, I did not see a movie in IMAX or Dolby. Uh, so sorry to AMC, but um, I don't know if I can put that in here, whatever. <laughs> you just outed yourself. There was no Doxing myself. All right, cut it, cut it, cut it. No, um, the Meg, I've moved to a five out of five. The Meg is now officially my dark of the moon. Um, I fucking love the Meg. Like it, 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 unironically, I really do love the Meg. I think it's a whole lot of fun. I think it's semi-competent, so it's an okay, like it's capable of being a movie, I guess. Um, Jason Statham is an actual person in that, whereas in this movie, he's just uh, uh, Howard Shaw, or uh, is which one? Deckard, is, he is Deckard, Deckard Shaw? Shaw. He's Deckard oh, Shaw. Right. Howard Shaw is his brother. Wait, is, De- is that, or is that Blade Runner? Deckard Shaw is 100% Blade Runner. <laughs> That's 100% That's Harrison Blade Runner. Ford. No, <laughs> What is he in? What is he in he, he, just looks, he, look, he looks like a Deckard Shaw. He does look like a Deckard. That is uh, a good pull. All right. All right. He is. Uh, we're finding him. He's, well, fuck you, Hobbs and Shaw. Wait, he is Deckard Shaw. Hold on. Shaw. Wait, no way. <laughs> yeah, Wait, okay. Oh who's Blade Runner? One name. One name. Oh, Who is he? Seal? Rick. No, Rick. <laughs> he literally Blade is Runner is Rick Deckard. I don't know where we got those lines crossed, but Rick Deckard. Okay, oh, so Deckard okay. Shaw and his brother is Howard Shaw, played by Luke Evans. Don't know why I can throw that name out there, but um, in this movie, he's just Deckard Shaw, but he likes the ocean a little bit more. And instead of cars, like they just completely changed it. I swear, in the last movie, he was not like an action star per se. He was just like a guy who knew about the ocean and was willing to go down to that depth or something. Whatever he starts like, off in this thing, he's stealing information from a t- from a group that's dumping oil into the water, um, and then by the end of it, he quite literally is. You, he's getting assists on shark kills, which, <laughs> which is just fucking awesome. This movie is one of those where I like, I loved it. I enjoyed sitting there. It was hilarious, but I feel like I was laughing at the movie a lot more than I was laughing. Like I wasn't laughing with the movie, but I was having a great time. 
So I unfortunately gave this a 31 out of 100, a one and a half out of five stars. I'm sorry. Uh, like, I, I just don't plan to be a Meg fan. If you're I, know. Gonna <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's one of those things, and we'll get into it, where there are so many lines in this that I was <laughs> dying laughing. And it was hilarious. And also, I feel like with this, just have the respect for yourself to throw it in as a comedy. They don't list this as a comedy on any like. Is it listed as a uh, horror as the main genre? I'm pretty sure horror. No, is I think it's action. I think it's, it's listed action. as the first one's listed as horror, which like really, yeah. The first one like, kind of tried like with yeah. the shark coming up and then like grabbing. But there are some shots in this that are genuinely like great the too. The like Meg great horror action. shots. Yeah, the Meg Two is action adventure horror. So I feel like you got to just, if you're a camp movie, I feel like you got to list yourself as a comedy because it's so, and then I might give it a little bit more grace because it's so fucking funny. Um, and, I think and, it's intentional though. They have like half of this, like there's certain, I think it is like, trying to be funny, it but it's not right. wanting to list itself as yeah. comedy. So I, I don't know, but there's so many like quotes in this that we'll talk about that just suck <laughs> or not suck, but they made me laugh so much. Um, not enough shark. They, they they do the thing here where they add more sharks, but they add they have just as much shark time, and then they add a villain. The villain should be the shark. Like it's a shark, it's eating everybody. Or in this situation, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but it's the Meg too. So like, who gives a fuck? The Kraken should also be a fucking villain. <laughs> Why uh, was that there? Is beyond. It was me. in the trailers. You're good. Okay, it was in the trailers. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they add a villain, and I just didn't care for it. So, yeah, I'm going with a 31 out of 100, but I will rewatch this movie as soon as it comes out on digital before I watch Oppenheimer. So, fuck me. <laughs> I've already seen Oppenheimer twice, to be fair. Oh, true. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it twice. Oh. Yeah. So, I don't know. For me, like the Meg, so I'm a huge fan of the Meg also. I watched it for the first time a couple months ago. So new to the Meg fandom. And I think me liking the Meg so much is honestly what made me dislike this one so much. Because I was just, I don't know what I was expecting from Meg to the Trench. I know the trailer was like showing dinosaurs and Kraken. So I was like, it's going to be wild. But I was genuinely thought that this was, based on the trailers, I thought that this was going to lean heavily into the camp and just bring out all kinds of extraterrestrial dinosaur type stuff and just be crazy action the whole time. But the first hour of this, I was genuinely so bored. Like the, it took so long for me, like for this movie to get going, the final 30 minutes are like peak, like Jason state, them hilarious moments, the, the jet ski, all that kind of stuff. But first hour, I was like shocked at how slow they were getting into this. I was like, I thought we were just going all balls to the wall here. So for me, I was just super bored. Even the end, like I just didn't love the final 30 minutes. I don't know. I gave it two out of time for one star, which pains me. I gave it like 3.5 to the yeah. Meg or something. I really love the Meg. Sad. But Meg too, I don't know. I was just so bored and I was like not expecting to be bored. And that kind of just took me by surprise. I knew like, I didn't know what to expect, but I did not expect to be bored. Um, but yeah, I know. I think Alex and Sammy are both the highest on it. So now we'll turn it over to them. So Alex, Meg to the trench. Hype us up, baby. Hype us up. Yeah. Listen, listen, this movie is fucking stupid. It is so dumb. But listen, I was from the start of this movie, like you expect something so outrageous it starts with like that uh that scene that you see in the trailers with like the dinosaur peak tiny peak, dinosaurs and then a me- peak the opening crawl peak and then it transitions to more of a underwater with kristen stewart uh abyss you're down the trenches it's kind of a whole it's Quite definitely literally. more of a horror aspect and i kind of i kind of like that a little more we're under in the water the sharks are like and the creatures are taking out people left and right there's a scene well i don't know if it's linked towards spoilers where someone 
If Fuck no, this. Make, make this entire <laughs> review spoilers. Man. Someone make gets entirely spoiled. Someone gets spontaneously combusted because we are, you know, we're under all this pressure. I'm not gonna lie, I laugh. And all those like, and we're under the underwater scenes with Jason Statham's like action scene. I liked it. I don't know why. Maybe I just like dog shit. It's clear, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. But there is a part where Jason Statham, I kid you not, no suit. <laughs> we are thirty thousand feet under the ocean. Goes out and <laughs> it's so dumb. He no, but they explain he swims. A good, this he is swims, the best part. He swims across, and it's like a minute-long sequence where he's swimming underwater. And the way they, they explain this, that he does not crush because the pressure. You they, cannot do this in real life, by the way, because you would be dead. <laughs> but he, he they go, they go listen, out. like if you just breathe out of your nose, your body loses all the oxygen and air in you, so that way you don't combust because you need air. What? What? Oh my minutes. god, that is the best thing ever. That is that is elite. That is what Scorsese was talking about. That is genius, ingenious writing. So there's a scene where once he gets out, which he gets out, right? And he starts he starts exhaling right as he gets out. So he should be, in theory, crushed immediately because he didn't start breathing out. But he breathes out blood, he gets over. And then, yeah, I like the underwater stuff. People said it's boring. I think it's just fucking stupid, and I loved it because it was basically kind of horror and that the sharks actually look like a threat and menacing. Then they walk across the trench in their suits, which is also really no, that was, insane. No, that was before he goes out. Was that before? Out. Same yeah, difference. It, yeah, at this point, it's, it's crazy. Once they get out, right, and we realize the villain is like this, like it's like this plot twist of like their former friend. They lost me a bit because I was like, I don't care. I don't know. Like no one cared for this. No one asked for this. But so, then once, <laughs> once we transition from the middle part of that twist and like that, whatever, blah, blah, she gets eaten. I'm spoiling it. Who cares? We then get to the third act, the final part, which is just cinema. Like that to me was everything I needed in my life and more. It's the Camp, day we will ta- I mean, I will talk about more in the sports because I've already spoiled some stuff, but we'll wait to that. But there Feel free to spoil anything. Now I'm just going to put a spoiler warning for this whole review. So jump there in whatever you want like to talk about. There is just like everything, everything that you could imagine of just stupid, insane. Was the guy's name DJ? He's He's got a big Fortnite deagle. He's doing he's he's doing the like the, the light skin. Like he's jumping in the air slow motion like it's an action movie, like shooting people. There's there's a part where Jason Statham, like dude, he's on a jet ski with nothing but like three poles attacking three megalodons there's a kraken killing divorced people like or not divorced they're about to propose which you know w <laughs> w i love hating Tyler, good married. job not proposing on a boat with a kraken right next oh, to you <laughs> jason statham is out here like he's really just soloing like he's soloing fiction he kills a megalodon with a big pole or like a big sp- like what was it like a piece of metal it was a wood dock like no no it was a uh, helicopter prop and i'm right? saving the part where he gets like a, an assist for one of you guys to talk about because that's just insane but like it, it listen just trust me you have to see how stupid it is because it's it's i it has to be intentional because if it's not i don't know what i'm gonna do with myself because i have to justify that somehow but overall stupid time i loved it meg no, I feel yeah. that with the, the intentional part because Skylar Samuels, who who's she's not in much, but she plays Jess, who's like one of the main like employee women, and her every line delivery she gives was just shockingly bad, like so bad, like the happening level type dialogue okay. where I was like, this has to be obviously bad intentional. Guy or the friend, she was like the bad guy woman. It's it's hard because okay, like so... all these are unrecognizable actors, so it's hard for me to like yes. tell you who it was. And she looks way well, different in her real life picture than she did in the movie. I think her hair is completely it's, different. It's so very much like there's three people in this room. She goes out to the ship and she's like, "Someone sabotaged this ship. Like it's a problem." 
and we're and I'm sitting there with Emma and we I'm not going to lie to you. We were talking through this entire movie. So sorry. But it was me. It was me, her and like three other people scattered through this theater. That's it. Saw it in 3D, by the way. Um, <laughs> I didn't know we had a 3D option. What was I had a 3D, 3D option. Did not help. Um, but it's like it's it's her and two others. Max and then DJ is his name. And they're like, man, who who on this ship? Well, so they go there's like 30 people on this rig. It could be anyone. First off, 30 people's not really that many people. Also, 10 of them just went to the ship. So we're sitting there and like, wow, there's like 20 people left on this ship and three of them are right here. So in reality, there's only like 17 other people that could be. But we're like, there's one person who was not in the previous movie. It's not Max and it's not DJ. So you're the bad guy. She was. It's so clear. It's incredible. Incredible. Oh my god. Sammy, what were your thoughts Sammy. on Meg to the Trench? Meg to the Trench was simply magnificent. Yeah, there it is. I thoroughly it's so fucking stupid, but I loved it. Oh my god. Actually, uh I think I rated it three stars off first watch, but after like talking with these two fellas about it further, I lowered it down to a two and a half. I think I've seen the error of my ways. I mean, there's just so many ridiculous things that happen in this movie that we're still entertaining, don't get me wrong, but like I think the good thing about the Meg was like it knew it was campy. And I think the issue for me was I had just watched Malignant the night before. So I had enjoyed like really good camp. And then I went into this one and this one kind of teetered the line of like it's it was corny. Like it was taking itself serious in moments where normally it should be campy. It felt very corny. But uh yeah, like everything with the first of all, I just love how we start off with just misinformation in the beginning, like a T-Rex on a beach never happened. A T-Rex with a megalodon never happened <laughs> let's just let's just do it let's random like when they started about they didn't exist together they? Dude, i was the like they did not exist with each other i was like i, I didn't know that alex were you there they were, yeah grow up grow up yeah anyway uh, so technically on a power scaling perspective i'm pretty sure jason statham could solo a t-rex if we're looking at it that way um but also you know, the whole like underwater trench stuff. Like I kind of agree with Tyler and Cam. Like I thought that kind of dragged. I know Alex, you liked it. I'm sorry. Failed you. But I'm not, um, I'm not mentally. I'm just I just, I just don't, I just don't understand why we're spending 10 minutes of fake, fake position of like explaining something that definitely can't fucking happen. But it's, it's, what the are problem we doing? Of, it's the problem of they explain What's that the- for 10 minutes, but then they're also like, yeah, these Megs are also alive. Doesn't matter how yeah. they're just oh, in there. Like, so they don't care about- to explain everything. So don't explain that. Just be stupid. <laughs> Exactly. I, I'm pretty sure, you know, you know, God rest their souls, but those people in that submarine probably would wish they had freaking Jason Statham, I bet. Bro, that's when I saw that when, when, dude, when, when they combust, I was like, holy shit, is that a Titanic reference? That's what I was I didn't want to say it, but you know. It, it was dark conspiracy. too. There's some dark moments in this where I was like, damn, interesting. Yeah. Well, and then the face exploding was crazy. Was, I'm sorry that I was laughed. insane. That's probably the one death in the movie I shouldn't laugh for. Oh, oh but, <laughs> I didn't laugh. I was crazy. For me. So sorry. this movie, this, I don't know if you've guys seen Deep Lucy. I'm pretty sure you have, but this movie made that movie look fucking smart. That's how fucking <laughs> stupid this movie was. Anyway, so they fucking, they have, sorry for cursing so much, but they have, <laughs> Haiku, I think the, I think the, the, the Meg's name is Haiki, Haiku or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They capture Haiku. one. <laughs> what, what's, up with the, what's up with the guy who just like thinks he's invent, like he just has a death he wish. He has like a relationship with a Megalodon. Like what are we doing? That, well, that is the most what's accurate up? part of human. How did, like, the fact that we tried to keep them captive, like that's, that's bro, the and then the, your and then the fact bro. that they have four like prison bars holding <laughs> yeah, her in. Oh my god, 
the way that the, the shark gets out, you're telling into me they the go, they go, just for the sake of the shark's name, Haiku, how did Haiku get out? There's literally four bars of, and there's a space. How couldn't it get Make out? Make the circle what? big enough for it to get out. Like, what are we doing? Like, anyway, so this guy was, while well, this guy was doing how to train your freaking Megalodon, it gets out. And the reason it's getting out is because it's going to get fucking Eiffel Towered in the trench. That's the fucking reason it's going out. I don't know if you guys forgot that. It's Nathan season, baby. There were three of them. There was three. Two guys. It was two males. Fucking. Oh, my God. I forgot God. about that. I just remembered it. And I was like, this is the weirdest. Like, who wrote, whoever wrote this deserved an Oscar nomination, bro. Oh, my God. The whole trench concept. Is, dude, hold on. Are we not even going to talk about the guy that blew up their entire – he blew up himself and dude, the whole – Dude, like, squad. To make sure that their information on the research was not getting found. He, he blew himself up. up. Like, didn't I don't blow even up the ship. Didn't blow up the ship, though. Also, his girlfriend, which was the villain in the movie that dies because she's like quite the classic too, thing in the trailer probably. where she's like, Oh, there's like there's a Meg behind you, and she's like, eh, and she's still talking, and she gets eaten, and he's like, ah! like she they after like they ate his girlfriend, and then like three minutes wet later, he's fine. He's like, forgot about that chick. No one's talking about the assist. I was hoping one of you guys what? like took it off of the 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 what is it, see you later chum. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just gonna wrap up my review. Um, by saying that, I'm glad that this movie finally acknowledged that this movie was never about the Megs. It was about the friend we made along the hey, way, Joyce. Jason. <laughs> it was always about him. Oh, we have to talk about. We have to talk about the fact that the woman who was in the last one um, is no is a she, no way she wanted to come back for this thing. She probably read the script and said. Fuck this! So she is gone. So they, She's they passed away. Character off. So I thought initially, is she dead? In, like I, didn't, I thought she passed in her life. I, I, I really hope she. Passed. I really hope. In I universe, I think she died in universe. In, yeah, in universe. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. so she just didn't want to come. She's she now it's her brother. So her name's Lee Bing Bing. Um, she is uh, still alive, so not dead. So that's good. But yeah, refused to come back, which good. Um, and so now they have, <laughs> now they have her brother. And her her daughter is still alive, uh, who's like loves Jason Statham still. By the way, the courts would not allow him to be like the to taking the this, like, this little kid down in the trenches, and she sneaks. And I'm like, there's like, why are you here? Those why are you there? Oh, this all this movie. Sorry to jump around. This movie also implies the fact that she brings a mechanical suit that's got to cost at least a couple billion dollars down to the trench that fits her. So this movie canonically implies that they built one just for her. <laughs> her size. Uh, so many like if you're a parent why like no no i need to be allowed on mono one like are you kidding me we're going to see megalodon (laughs) and she's like dude it's safe we've done this run before what you've done this before like 27 times oh my god what are you talking about also (laughs) the there's the 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 scenes like the komodo dragon dinosaurs and we're going to talk about the djs the dj subplot of like them like Trying to fill up gas on a helicopter, and oh my god, the, they blow up the gas tank behind them, and like he, the explosion pushes the guy onto the helicopter. Yeah, Holy exactly. shit, this movie's so dumb! It's oh, actually it's so, good. It's so good. The bro. explosion, which literally would have burned his back, he would have been like dead. But like, yeah, we just got to <laughs> we just got to get into the last thirty minutes on. I'm pretty sure it's called Fun Island. Not so yes, fun anymore. Fun that was not amazing. So fun anymore, but uh. I think one of the funny, like, let's just fuck it. Let's just have a fucking uh, a sexual assault advocate harassing these two women. Oh, yeah. No reason. What was this like, guy doing? He's like, you want to rub lotion on my back? And then he gets crackened. I was waiting for that. Yeah, you knew he was going to die. Also, but the, dog, the dog returns. The dog returns. Yeah, the dog. owners are horrible. 
which oh, at this point, the dog is a staple. I love it. We literally get an MCU moment where DJ, like all the lizards are coming, and DJ and that other girl, I forgot her name, are together. And they're like, oh, my God. They have their hands up. They're like, we should probably run. She already ran. And he, he goes, why would you leave me? It was just yeah. such an MCU moment. That's the equivalent to, like, oh, he's behind me, right? Like, that's the equivalent. Yeah, it's literally. Dude, like, right really before that like moment, they're trying to steal, like, a gun or, oh, no, a cell phone off of him. And oh, she steals his money. money. And he's like, why are you taking his money? Dude, no, she's reaching in his backpack to find weapons or something. He pulls she pulls out condoms. And, she, and then he goes, <laughs> she, goes she goes, like, really? And he goes, I have to be ready for all situations. Or no, no, like, it was, it's an emergency backpack. And she goes. Really, and he goes different kind of emergency. <laughs> That's the DJ line. stole the that show, in my opinion. That was good, man. That was good. He stole so, the show. Two, two lines I vividly remember. At one moment, when DJ and Max get caught, um, the guy says, "Put your hands up, assholes!" And then there's like a three second pause, and then he goes, "Some other person goes, yeah, yeah, put them up." That like a good little dude guy. It was so funny. Is that when they're in the in that like garage or whatever? They're all like no. That was uh that was before when they were still on Mono One or like yeah. I'm distracting you, and they pull up and like the the dinosaurs eat them. I'm like yeah. That whole scene when they spray the when they spray the pepper spray and then Max runs into it. He's like he's like I'm gonna spray the pepper spray and then shut the door and then you run out. He sprays and runs out into it. It's so fucking. But on on a serious level. On a serious filmmaking level, there are some elite shots in this that will be going oh, down in shark movie history. The chomp scene where it's like the POV of the inside of the shark consuming a bunch of people, that will be reused 110% in other shark movies of like the variety. Or even that, other was, that, that was genuinely incredible. That was I genuinely need, like revolutionary stuff. And it's funny that it's in this fucking movie. I need someone. I, I need someone, one of the viewers, to edit baby shark over that shot because that's would go insane <laughs> like oh. baby shark. no but like when the shark's consuming a bunch like that's when it's at its absolute peak oh, and it's, it's, i guess like listen I, i'm i like like dog water clearly because i like the abyss stuff the underwater stuff which is you know i'm one in a million clearly i didn't hate it i just thought but because I, I think it's just because it was more horror and like it's funny that this movie decided to go that route but um the third act 100 like you will if you don't love that bullshit, I don't know what to tell you. The crack, and we didn't even talk about the crack and fully that was there's there. The, the, the brother, the brother of the original Jonas's girlfriend, uh, he kills the like Kraken right with like a knife or something. I don't even know. I like he, like a bomb or he something. goes underwater to face the kraken, even though like the thought process of going underwater to face a kraken with nothing but like a weapon and like you is just beyond me, beyond Incredible. comprehension. Incredible. This, this Jonas assist, gets a I, gets I, a Call of Duty assist. He tagged the Batman and Robin tagged. Literally teams. tagged. Teams. I can't believe the yeah. shark didn't just clearly. There was an angle. The shark could have gotten him both. <laughs> well, well I thought it was a more combat fatality. It was a combat fatality. I think I told you guys. I thought we were getting a Batman Begins moment because the guy he take Jonas takes the guy's gun and then he's like, like you think he's gonna shoot him? He's like, I don't have to kill or I'm not gonna kill you, but I don't have to save you. He just puts the gun down. And then he said, I'm going to kick you in the fucking him. And he goes, a yeah, This was murder. It's like, murder. It was just, I love that's the peak line, though. What's Super the, like, man. there's definitely a meme of, like, two enemy sports players that are, like, I respect their game. That's what the Meg was doing right here. He, like, a Game recognizes game. It's like, game recognizes swap. Game. It's like a jersey swap. Exactly. A jersey swap. Oh, bro, it was, like, it was like LeBron and D-Wade that dunk. That famous yes. picture. That's what it was, bro. Someone has to get that picture right now. Someone has It's oh the fact God. also that Jonas right, uses, before we finish this, Jonas uses one leg to push off a megalodon while he's on like a dot. <laughs> one leg? Are oh. you serious? This thing can has I to say, like 17 tons. I can don't I understand. say what genuinely pissed me off? 
genuinely, I was very upset they didn't use those suits to, as like exo suits to fight the mag or something. That's yeah, what they like, were. What? Like, that was that would have been perfect. Of the movie they were punching through rocks and shit like that's what they were implying they should have thanks done for it. giving them you just gave them an idea for the third one because we know we're getting a third one because i'm telling you after visiting paris she's pregnant oh yeah she's remember that she's pregnant yeah yeah, yeah dude. Oh, they're so gonna be the meg and it's gonna be the three is the e um in the meg that's that's exactly yep. what it's gonna be. one thousand where else do they go from here like they like at this point like the 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 government PETA, everything should be like just stop doing what you're doing right now is this, this is not like doing any good for us is meg universal or uh warner brothers i don't remember i think it's universal i think it's i feel like it's a warner bros for some reason i don't know why i was gonna say we need a crossover with pacific rim at this point let's just do it i think yeah i think it's warner bros so at this point yeah okay yeah that's another thing this movie just decided to become kaiju godzilla pacific rim just, let's and- just I, they, they they teetered on it, but they didn't go full Pacific yeah. Kaiju Godzilla stuff, and I needed them to do that more. So the next, I want they get, I want the next villain of this, aside from the Megs, which at this point are side characters, which is kind of sad, but the Megs are, you know, I want them to get like a big Kaiju, like Cthulhu, some Cthulhu. mythical Kaiju. Cthulhu would be just stupid crazy. I need it in my life. Jonas versus a big Kaiju. I'm I'm basically giving them money at that point. I'm telling them what to do. That might as well just cross over with Fast and Furious at this point. I hate that. See, but that's the thing. Fast, Fast X sucked. In my, that movie was like, I not only was I laughing at it, I just didn't find enjoyment of it. Like, they, it felt like it was making me stupider. This movie makes me feel like a little dumber, but like not to a disrespectful level. I like, just, Fast just, X was another level of just, I hated it. I now have the image of like Dom Toretto in a freaking Mustang boat <laughs> car charging at a megalodon for the, the, megalodon, the, the I, need it now. I need it now in my life. I, no, I mean, I the, the Meg is produced by Warner Bros. So why why not just have, you know, the Meg 3 be like some more experimentation on sharks and then King Shark is born for James Gunn's DC Universe and we can just fuel it right into that. The, the King if Shark just, comes yeah, from guys, the Meg. DC just, Gunn, just get King Shark over here now at this point. Like, <laughs> True. If they just say like Jason Statham had like a twin brother and it was Jonas, but he's also Hobbs. But I guess he already has a brother. <laughs> in the but they don't fucking care. They'll just throw anything in. Uh, what I was saying earlier is the brother, the daughter was like, oh, uh, dad and mom used to talk about you all the time. They didn't talk about him once in the previous movie. His dad died. His dad died and didn't say shit about him. He was like, fuck that other kid. I don't want him around for my death. Like, God, they didn't talk about this other dude once. <laughs> also oh, for the third God. movie, I hope they do like the the rise of Skywalker, you know, with like the big, all the ships at the end for Palpatine. Like, I want them to do that for Megs. So oh. just 50 million Megs. I all of the Megs that have ever existed charging. Like battleship. Obviously, bro? Jonas has his like what's I'm just gonna call it haiku again. He has his haiku and he charges on the Meg. He has to charge on the Meg in the next movie. Like he has his own seat and he charges into battle against other Megs with that Meg. No, even better, he rides the Megs. He he communicates Ooh. with them. We go like we go with like earpiece with like Sonics like or something like Jurassic Sonic, World like, Raptor style, baby. I'm in there. That would go insane. I'm in there I'm like here. swimwear. We are in there like, like swimwear. I'm telling you, man. It's, it's literally we need swimwear. Oh man! Well, that wraps up what our discussion on, on Meg Two. So Sammy gives it a two and a half. Alex gives it a three. Cam gives it a one and a half, and I gave it a one. It is crazy, like the is fact it? that this came out right after the whole Titan sub thing. There's like, like, like you guys mentioned, just like an allusion to that, even though obviously it was filmed way before that. Same token of like how White Noise from December of last year by Noah Baumbach like had a train and like Ohio like, derailing yeah. and creating a crazy yeah, toxic wasteland, yeah. and then that literally happened yeah. too. It's like just weird when like it's the Simpsons effect where like a movie just 
eerily predict something that that happens in real life right right when it happens but uh yeah, this is in Emma's top 10 of all time, probably. She loved it. Best movie More ever than life. the original? She liked to do w, more than the man? Absolutely, W. Uh, probably not more than the original, but that's also probably in her top 10 of all time. She loves it. I love that. I love that. All right. Well, the, awesome. the last new release we're going to go over is The Last Voyage of the Demeter, and only Alex has seen a Dracula on a boat. So you're, you're, you just got the floor here. Just tell us your thoughts on it, because it's getting mixed reviews, but uh, you are on the all right, positive so- all right so in preparation i watched the original like hammer like one of the hammer movies um with uh, christopher lee and uh peter cushing so i watched the original 1958 dracula just just because i heard stephen king or whatever compare it to that and in some ways in terms of the gore and aspects it kind of did remind me of that um and everything else not in the slightest but um as far as dracula on a boat yeah i i liked it a lot i'm not gonna lie i thought it was very solid it takes risks that I wasn't expecting from a rated R movie. Um, we'll probably go into that into spoilers after this, but there are two, there's a couple rules that you follow in movies that are unwritten involving certain types of characters in your movies of what to do with them. This fuck it. They just said, fuck it. We're going to do some crazy stuff. And I, I kind of, I, I respected it. Cause I was, I was in shock at certain deaths in this movie. Um, they gave also a lot of character depth that I wasn't expecting, especially the main character played by, I believe Corey Hawkins is his name. He gets a lot of depth, especially with like, um, it's, it takes place in like the 1800s, so there's um, some racial talks, some like social status talks that I wasn't expecting, especially with this character. I thought it was really, there was a nice little talk in that movie, which was like, I was not expecting this from Dracula on a boat, which was nice. Um, the acting was all great. Uh, we yeah, you know David Desmalchian's in this. We all know he's in everything. And he gives a great performance. No, he gives a really, like he just like, he keeps reminding me why he needs to be in everything. Like he is so good in this movie. Liam Cunningham who plays Sir Davos in Game of Thrones is really good. Um, also to go, go, go back to that hammer movie topic, they do do a lot of narration over, it, which was nice. It's very, you know, Dracula movie to have a narration over. It. I thought that was pretty neat. And this movie is based off of one part of Bram Stoker's Dracula novel. It's where basically like there's a crew members on a ship. Dracula is on the boat. They have to survive it. And, uh, yeah, the visual effects, the production, amazing. I can't tell what the budget is of this movie. Cause it looks a little too good. Like it looks like the ship was all practical, they have a lot of rain coming down, which looks like amazing. Like it, the the production and everything is just really well done. Um, and I and I've noticed I haven't even talked about Dracula yet. So let's talk about Dracula, the main the main uh, you know the main the main guy the main the main point of this movie. Um, I'm not gonna lie, he was kind of the the weaker aspect, which is kind of you know, you know it's crazy really? that I'm saying this, but listen, hear me out. So. In my interpretation of Dracula, like what I like to see, they didn't do a different approach. I usually like my Draculas to be a little more charismatic, like Christopher Lee. He's the iconic Dracula, you know what you've normally seen. Human face, he's just got a lot of gravitas. Uh, he also, you know, it's they lean also into the earlier movie, Dracula movies, more in his like sexual stuff of like how he, you know, attacks his victim. This movie, he's just a beast. He's no different than like a xenomorph kind of thing. Like he is just a primal force attacking these, like, I'm not gonna say innocent, but just crew members. And it's if you if you like that, it's a different approach. And I thought that was it was it's something. I don't know. I felt that I fully. He's basically man bat. (laughs) He was yeah. He was basically man bat. But at the same time, he wasn't too primal force. Where like he does, he's he's also sentient. So like there is a scene like where he's like about to murk someone, murder someone, and he smiles and says like a one liner. And I'm like, (laughs) well what like there uh, he's like, like he's like he, it's kind of weird but like i didn't i didn't mind it to a sense because i wanted to see them more of that dracula but in this he's basically like he, like he's just basically a primal force the practical effects for this the the visual effects the costume stuff like that looks amazing for him he's half cgi half practical the practical stuff looked a lot better especially for the costume and the makeup 
because he starts off as like this like um kind of like looks like it looks like a wendigo from until done if you ever played that he's very skinny he's very malnourished because he doesn't have blood in him or whatever and then as we go on as he's taking out more of the crew and sucking more of their blood uh he basically powers up and then looks like a man bat how so does also- he get on this boat if I may, it's ask. not explained. Exactly. There's, not, just, it's, it, there, there's a, he's just there. There's a box, and on this box, spawn. They put him on. They, they they take him from where I forget where it is, but they take him. They're trying to take him to London, so he's just he's just on this box naturally. I think he snuck aboard or something. I don't know. It's his coffin. Um, but they don't really explain that. So I was like, why the hell is he here? Uh, cool. I don't mind it. Guys, see Dracula do some stuff. The kills in this movie, some of them are brutal. Like I said before, I liked it. That's what you're here for. It's a radar movie. They do some crazy stuff with certain characters, like I'll get into spoilers, um, which was nice. The kills are decent. Some of them are kind of... Um, but overall, Dracula on a boat, it's very generic, but there's a lot of different stuff that it takes from... like It's it's a lot. It's not just your generic or rated R. They definitely take a little more risk than I expected. Um, more depth with certain characters. But the fact that Dracula is kind of the weakest point kind of stinks. They also end on like a... Not like a cliffhanger, but they end on like a... Uh, they're trying to make a, make a franchise out of this. They're trying to make everything's a franchise. Everything is like, and so it ends, and like the ending of it, he kind of looks like I guess it's teetering towards spoilers, but he looks like Nosferatu. So I don't know if they like they like. He, it's gonna I, tie into Robert Eggers. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking maybe they're trying to tie it in, but no, I'm sure. just like. Okay. This is that. This is the whole life is a prequel to Venom thing. All Everything over. is a prequel. So like I'm assuming this ties into one of the older iterations because at the end he literally. <laughs> So I don't know if the main character becomes Van Helsing or not. Um, they don't really explicitly say because the character is a different character, but um, Corey, uh, the guy that played Corey Hawkins plays, I forget his name. Sorry about that. But uh, they end with him in a bar and he's writing his notes and he's like, I'm going to find this thing, blah, blah, blah. So I'm assuming he becomes the new Van Helsing or something. I don't know. And as he's talking, like, uh, like a big breeze goes by and obviously it's hinting that Dracula's still alive because he doesn't know because they ended up in London, which is where the original Dracula Hammer movie takes place. So I don't know if that's where they're, you know, and they end and he looks out and they show a shot of Dracula and he's wearing a top hat and like a, a cloak and he looks more human. He looks like Nosferatu. I'm like, Dan, they're really sequel. They're trying to franchise this shit. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. Better or worse tease than the end of Transformers Rise of the Beast. Oh, that's it. With the G.I.G. <laughs> that, uh, honestly, if I, I speak, this one. I, if I speak, I'm in big trouble, but I could low-key prefer this because it, it was it's Dracula. But overall, I definitely would recommend solid uh, nothing too crazy, but it definitely deserves a little more praise than I, you know, than I would have initially gave it because the, they, they didn't really advertise this movie. I saw it like three weeks ago or four weeks ago in a trailer for like seeing a, another movie, and I was like, "This is going to be my new personality from now on." So then I, <laughs> I, I was fully geared toward. I was fully locked in. And I enjoyed it. It was it was a good time. How scary you... was it? Because isn't it a horror movie, or is it? yeah it's it's definitely it's actually listen the the face of the the effects that they use for dracula in his initial face when he's like first before he gets like all the blood in him is horrifying he like i said he looks like if you don't know what this looks like a wendigo from until dawn he looks terrifying and he's like all malnourished and skinny and like they have him in the shadows there's some really good horror in this like it is it's actually like very well done the like i said the production the shot it's very well done especially when he's in the shadows and then he like takes out people secretly very well done it's definitely uh i definitely think it's it's not too cra- too scary, but I think there's uh, some moments where I'm like, oh, Jesus. What what would you say are like some movies that inspired it? Because I saw on Twitter someone, well, first of all, I think one of the most obvious ones is that jump scare that looks exactly like it was ripped from The Descent. I saw yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. I saw that that screen grab on Twitter and I was like, this is the, just The Descent on a boat. But um, 
it's definitely like the I early... heard Alien on a boat before. I don't it's know if definitely, you've seen the movie. yeah. What you saw with the descent is accurate, and then the um, it's definitely like you can take there's a lot of inspiration from the earlier like Hammer movies, the Bam Stoker Dracula stuff, and then Alien 110 percent. The primal force aspect of like this alien Dracula bat thing just attacking a crew member on a small, which also kind of weird to me because the ship is very big. They can't find Dracula on this boat, but at the same time, it's a very confined small space, which is kind of it's interesting because like it's there's only so many like places you could hide on this boat but like at the same time the boat's huge and like, they can't find him so i it's it's kind of weird in that aspect but yeah it definitely it definitely takes a lot of inspiration from alien in that aspect there was there was um a tweet i saw from i can't remember who but they they likened it to i don't know if you've seen the movie dog soldiers but it's like this it's just really it's 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 a very like niche movie that i saw on sci-fi the, the sci-fi network like all-time network, network by the way at 2 a.m when i was like just i couldn't fall asleep and it's it's actually a really interesting movie it's low budget i believe it's a german film that takes place well it's a, a german produced film but it's about world war ii german soldiers who like info they get i don't know like they're trying to hide out in this house during world war ii but like one of the people that lives in there ends up being like a werewolf so it's like this whole a similar thing where instead of a boat they're on a in a house trying to like not get killed by this werewolf and it's pretty cool because like the werewolf itself is like practical and uh, i don't know if you've seen that movie alex but i think you'd like it I, but, uh, i'm already, if, I'm already if it's anything like that if it's anything like that i'm i'm in i'm solid i'm, I'm definitely there love it i will not be watching that movie it's too spooky <laughs> it's too spooky. not yeah, well I'm, i mean yeah, there, there's a there's there's some very like I guess we'll go into spoilers. I guess we'll teeter into that, but they they kill a dog immediately, and I was like, "Ooh, boo that!" Listen, boo that. I, you know what I was talking about? The, I said this in my review, but I was like, "There's certain rules you don't do, especially like people like you don't touch animals in movies." They did that immediately. So the dog on the boat gets got by Dracula, like, and they show a practical like a um, practical effect dog, like where it's like the like the face is half ripped off. And I was like, holy shit, like, chill out. That's disgusting. And I, first of all, it's a dog, so I would cry. they don't show the kill, but the dog's, like, barking at Dracula on this, like, in this, like, dark part of the boat. And then you see, like, the wings and everything. You see him come out, and then you, all the the dog, like, starts going, and then it's like, you, and then you just hear sound effects. And then also, they kill a kid in this movie. Oh, really? Jesus so Christ. that's when I said it took risks that I was not expecting. They kill, I think, the kid's, like, 12 in the movie also uh, do but i care more might have been honestly younger but like i was literally so there's a there's a scene where they're trapped in this room the kid's hiding right dracula gets into this room and i'm like they're gonna have them break through the door right there's just no way so the kid's initially hiding um from this so let me wind this back again so the guy dracula gets this one guy dracula is now possessing this one guy and he's attacking the little kid the kids locked himself in this room the guy that's possessed is trying to break in the room and it's very disgusting visual effects like the guy's banging his head on the door if you've seen talk to me you'll get a little traumatized from that banging his head on the door he breaks through there's wood that's like broken through the door obviously when you break a door wood chipping and his like he puts his eye through it like part of the wood it's disgusting and the kids like panicking obviously they're trying to get to him because they finally hear him on the boat and then they finally stop the possessed guy but dracula gets into the room and I'm like, they're going to break through this door, right? There's no way they're going to kill it. The Dracula, they show the kid, the Dracula picks him up and then bites his neck and sucks. Like, it's crazy. I was like, there's no way they're showing this. And then, yeah, the, I assume I thought that the kid was going to become a vampire because, you know, that's like vampire rule logic. No, he just straight up dies. So <laughs> there's a part where they're putting him out to sea. And Sir Davos, who I think might have been his father, might not have been. I, that's a part where I'm kind of foggy. He's like, he sees him moving, right, under this, like, cloak as they're about to put him in the water. 
it's becoming daylight. They lift, he lifts up the cloak. The kids now pos like possess a demon, tries to choke him out. And because the sun lights out, it burns him. Like he just starts like, he catches on fire and the kid like burns up, turns into ash and then falls in the water. I'm like, this is like, oh, man. This is not what I was expecting from a Dracula on a boat. They just did. But yeah, the, all the crew gets murked out basically insane besides the main character. Even the the girl that's on the boat who's basically like Lady Dracula, the guy that the Dracula has been keeping around to just suck her blood and be like his like spouse. Or Yeah, so that's there. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of moments like that where I was kind of in shock. Like I said before, the characters get a lot more depth than I was expecting, especially from there's some good moments, especially like when the crew is losing their minds. You know, that part like in like movies like this where like all the crew is like just fucking gone their heads lost because like their people are dropping like flies there were some good acting moments there um but as far as other spoilers let me think there's a uh, nothing much that i haven't already told you that you know you probably want to see like it's just it's it's good dracula murdering some stuff on a boat won't be the best me. way to describe not it. for me hotel transylvania baby i'm hotel transylvania as he said man all right well there you have it all the new releases we've reviewed well i guess we, we we didn't touch on heart of stone featuring gal gadot i know that has a lot of oscar buzz around it but i haven't gotten to it yet it's i wanted to wait until i was you know i had time to be able to just focus fully on that that peak gal gadot performance that i'm sure is waiting for me but um yeah <laughs> let's get into our draft now we got drafting so i don't know what to call this draft is like the most sigma male movies the most chad movies the most literally me movies of all time any of those fit just the classic movies that are memed non endlessly on Twitter as people saying, you know, I'm literally him. Um, yeah. So the, the order we got today, we're going to go five rounds. We got Alex with the first pick, then Cam, Sammy, then Tyler. And I'm sure you all have seen some of the Real Talk podcasts, so you know the snake drafts. It's going to go Alex through Tyler, then Tyler back through Alex. We'll snake our way back and forth. So first pick in the overall draft is Alex. Most literally all right, let me look at my, my picks because this is, this is tough now. I wasn't expecting to go first. Now – there are some very obvious picks that I could go with here as far as Sigma movies. There's one in particular that I think is probably the number one, but I'm not going to go that because this person is literally me. I'm going to go with my first pick, Blade Runner 2049. Um, Fuck you. It's just, I'm, I'm Ryan Gosling. People say, may I say I may have mental, no, I'm, I'm literally him. That is me. Yeah, I would I would have uh, been shocked if Blade Runner 2049 was not a first round pick. So first off the board, I mean, it's literally your profile picture right now on Twitter. It's isn't it? So it's literally you. I wish I had the picture. I, I wish I could like have the tape on right now. Yeah. But yeah, you look lonely right now. <laughs> you look lonely. Damn, should have put the tape on. Damn crazy. Uh, for myself, you know, I'm not necessarily literally him by any means, but this is the most Sigma male, most what I want to be kind of movie. Hype up. Uh, my dog's here now. Um, I, I'm going with Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh it's just it's just peak uh sigma movie because if you're not, if you're not all on that movie it's it's peak it, it's just perfect so that's my movie classic yeah, cam always sigma. trying to get spider verse in the drafts I'm always by, no I'm getting pushed wait by sorry my did you say over. into or across into into into, into. okay gosh could be anyone you i want. mean across might have even been better like miguel o'hara literally yeah because Miguel. yeah i'm surprised you didn't go with that um sammy <laughs> you pick I am so happy. I got my joy back. I can't believe this is my life. Okay. I believe I got this pick. It's insane. With the third overall pick in the 2023 Real Talk Sigma Male Draft, Sammy J React selects the Batman Robert Pattinson mm -hmm. because I am literally him. Put the mask on. Go get the mask on. You don't put the put the mask on. Just put the mask on. Oh, he's got it right there. <laughs> I, don't, act like, don't act like you're going that far. We know the mask is right next to you. <laughs> See? 
if if you could still hear me, Sammy, be honest with me. Are you? Uh, did you set up your background, or is that just what your bed looks like always with the posters and stuff? I know is mom's gone. She's not here right now. Sorry, folks. There he is. It's literally him, guys. It's literally him. He's literally losing oxygen. I didn't know this draft was just this. literally breathing that. Smells like latex. It's not good. And this is this is Christian Bale's math too. I keep it on the it. entire time. Don't, don't be a coward. Keep it on the entire time. What was what were you asking when I went to go get that? By the way, is that did you set that bed up for this? No, this is this? just a spare bedroom where I work. Uh, normally, oh, okay. So, so you have just, like I was bedroom. like, no one sleeps here, so I'm just gonna throw a bunch of posters that I, like I got. It. On the bed. I like it. I like it. Yolo. I like it. Beautiful. It's good background. Oh, okay. I I don't like having the fourth pick in this because I would. I was not going to end of the spider verse was on my radar, but the Batman and Blade Runner 2049 were definitely, definitely on my radar. Um, yeah, it's tough. Cause like I have a different definition in my head of what literally me means as opposed to like Sigma male movies. So we're going to kind of blend the lines there, but I'll go for, uh, I'll go for Nightcrawler first round might be a little early, but Lou Bloom. Yeah. Literally, me literally and, you literally me in <laughs> high school with my friends all we did was just like film shit all night stupid stuff and just try and post it and try to get <laughs> film shit and it. then also <laughs> film a dead body and someone anything for the clicks yeah i've done that i can't even count the number of times i've smashed a mirror from screaming for my own personal regret in life into it so nightcrawler and then back starting the second round off i will go with um Let's see. So I'll go, I'll get Ryan Gosling on my board as well. I'll go drive. No, why Man. would you do that? That's oh literally, I, that was the one I was most confident was not going to make it back to me. I, I, I it's early for me, myself. but were you, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Alex is going for a full Ryan Gosling pick. I was going for a Ryan Gosling sweep. I was going uh, uh, hey, you still can. You still can for sure. Yeah, he has plenty. Sam, your second pick. Oh, yes. Okay. I think. I'm going to try to play the political game here and go with something fresh and new. I'm going to go with Robert J. Oppenheimer in Oppenheimer. <laughs> nice. That wasn't even on my board, nice. but that's a great Why choice. would you want to be literally I, him? I'm deaf destroyer. He bangs world. Florence Pugh. That's valid. What, like, what are we talking about? And like sure. lots of other sure. married women as well. Facts, <laughs> like he's literally kind of all he of us in a sense. Literally all of us. All right. <sighs> Give me a sec. It's such an insufferable yeah. draft for people who are like not, I can't not funny. Took no, this, people yeah, who don't think this stuff's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was really <laughs> hoping Tyler to let me get drive. I was really hoping right. I could get that around. Oh, God. God. I was sorry. Get it. sorry, 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 sorry. You got it. Hello, Cam. Can you hear that? No. Can you hear that or no? <laughs> it's the same issue. Yeah, you know what? Cam's got to take the Mandalorian, bro. We already know what he's doing. Failure to launch. Oh, is that is, is that you're trying not? to do the ESPN draft sound? Is that what you're trying yeah, to do? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not, yeah. not working. Yeah. But a bum 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 bum. Yeah, I was trying. It was something. So I didn't I didn't pick people or like specific people that were literally me, but uh, literally me and the boys killing Nazis. Uh, I'm taking Inglorious <laughs> Bastards uh, for my for my so second. That's, pick. A, that's a that's a sleeper pick. I wasn't thinking that. Literally me and the boys. <laughs> Which uh, one's literally Nazis? You? Bad. Uh, definitely Aldo Rain. Um, I speak, or actually, I'm whoever speaks the third amount of uh, amount of Italian. I don't speak any Italian at all. That's what I said. Nah, Cam is literally Hans Landa, bro. Literally, boo, <laughs> boo, boo. But that's the best. That's the best comedy in a in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Is when he's like, "You speak the third most Italian. I don't speak any Italian. That's what I said. The third most." <laughs> uh, Alex, you get back to back picks here. 
Oh, shoot. <sighs> well, this first one, now that I have back-to-back, is really clear to me. Um, you know, when you're a business major at this kind of age, um, you, you know, you, you obviously think of one movie. Um, and I have to go with The Wolf of Wall Street. Um, mm. It just, it's, that's a very, uh, it's a very, uh, just very Sigma grind set. You know, I'm just womanizing awful person that's the kind of one, movie one you day go for. one day when you get arrested for embezzling all your tiktok creator fund money you'll we'll be able to post your mugshot and be like, he was literally him <laughs> the he whole was time literally he's literally him, him. plus yeah, if um, you get if you get down for embezzlement we have to post that by the way even if plus, you're down so bad we have to plus uh margot robbie <laughs> sorry um i just had to do that um, oh man this consuming gener- generational performance at 22 man that shit was like basically playoff game six lebron um and for my second pick a lot of choices still left on the board this is the worst draft ever um, I, needed go, I needed to go be with my wife there's I'm a lot there's right a lot now. there's a lot of there's a lot of awful people that you know that just i think i should choose um i think i'm gonna have to go with though a movie that has a pioneer new generation of assholes um a movie that you know if you go to new york you're gonna find one of these kind of people i'm gonna go taxi driver Ooh, mm. that's a great mm. one that's a great one so just walking phoenix and joker <laughs> they took the taxi driver definitely took influence from joker 110 yeah. percent. plus we all, uh, hate, uh, we all hate ourselves it's perfect for myself again me and the boys we're just being a mob uh i'm gonna take i'm gonna take goodfellas uh they're literally me it's about as sigma as it gets getting in the mob and stealing money, I guess, and worse. But Goodfellas, my third pick. Sammy. There's one literally me movie that hasn't been picked yet. That's kind of crazy. I don't think anyone, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to take that person. I'm not. Um, I think I'm up I next. I'm in between a couple of like just odd. This might be like, you know, you see the kid with potential in the third round. You're like, I need to get that kid. He's got raw potential. I'm going to go with Rorschach and Watchmen. Because you're not locked in here. I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. With me. <laughs> I love that line. Zack Snyder been, Good has movie. been officially picked. So I'm sure a certain sect of people Watch will me. be happy for that. That is very like, you're going to get the Snyder Colt. You're going to get the Snyder Colt, man. Is he? But it's okay. All right. So this one. Let's see. So I have back to back here. This one is not currently literally me, but it would be literally me if anyone killed my dog. And that's John Wick that I would, I don't think he did enough, honestly, to avenge his dog. He should have killed more people yeah. as a result. Yeah, true. Uh, and then the, the next one is not literally me, but he's done some bad things, but he, he's a true, true member of the Sigma army. And no one can deny that uh, Patrick Bateman and American psycho is there. It is. That's what I was. That's like, Oh my God. I, Honestly, those two, I think just one Tyler, the draft, not gonna lie. I, I think those, we'll I think that like should have been a one, one. I didn't realize it would go this. Well, Cause that, that's the thing. Like I, I, he's not literally me. Like I'm not, I'm not butchering yeah, I'm not up women and I'm not, I was never that successful, successful as a womanizer. <laughs> Wait, I, can put, I thought someone took it already. That's crazy. We left the, that's probably the yeah. number one. Tyler, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I, I'm glad he's not literally you, uh, yeah. but I don't think any of those needed to actually be explained other than the fact that I'm literally Batman. Let's I, see. Cameron I, am, I am literally Batman. You know, I, see, I, I would like to look Cameron like Patrick Bateman. Yeah. Let's Sammy, you're up. Let's see Patrick Bateman. Okay, I can't believe we have another one. We're going to go three in a row. You guys are going to be like, I can't believe we haven't taken these people. I'm going Fight Club, Tyler Durden yeah. slash the narrator. Oh, no, no. Mid Club. Mid That's club. a sleeper. The, I, 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 yeah. My meds are at the bottom of a river. You know? That was the one I thought I would get back on the, the back, back end. 
Yeah, I, um, I thought that would have went a lot earlier, to be honest. Cam. Yeah, I, I'm going a couple Brad. I, I think Brad Pitt might be my favorite actor. I, th- I think he's done bad things, though, so maybe he's not great. But uh, literally me just starting to just getting a statistician to do all my work for me. I'm going with Moneyball. That is literally me. Shout out. Literally shout out you in fantasy football season. Just cranking yeah, the literally numbers. me in fantasy football. <laughs> just studying the charts, like analyzing everyone. Well, no, this guy's actually not bad. <laughs> a better one for literally you because no one else is going to draft this. This is not a spoiler, but draft day. That could be literally you Fuck that <laughs> trying movie. to construct Fuck a fantasy movie. football team. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Shout out Chadwick Boseman, though. He is the he's like the running back or something. He's Bo Callahan. Oh, yeah. if I'm yeah, not his name Bo Callahan. I'm uh, left in a, in a position where I don't know what, I don't know what to do, man. I, I don't know if I have the strength to do it. What's necessary. Um, I was really hoping I got fight club, but I think I'm going to have to go with a very new, a new one um, on this list. Um, one that I think is going to wear in the shirt. A lot, of, a lot of men in this world. Um, I'm getting emotional stuff. I'm gonna go with Barbie. I'm gonna go with Ken. I was um, wondering I if I was gonna pick that. Good. That was gonna be my last I, I pick. That, you know that—that's the closest thing to me you'll probably ever see. Um, I'm just Ken, man. and that's I'm enough. Just, you're Ken, and I'm great at doing stuff. Everyone is Ken. Everyone, everyone here is Ken. You do have one more, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. You get two. You, There's. You, oh, last, I have another. And this one? is your okay, last pick of the draft. Your last. Oh pick. no! You know what's crazy? <laughs> this might lose me picks. This might lose me uh, picks, but I have to do it at this point because I think if I don't commit to this bit, I'm just I'm a, I'm a fool. I'm gonna go with um, one of the great uh, protagonists in action film history. Oh my god! Uh, a man who's done it all, presidential medal. He saved the world. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go Shia yeah. LaBeouf and Transformers Dark. <laughs> He, he takes that medal and, sh- and he like points it at the girl. What's her name? And he picks up Carly with that. With yeah, that Carly with that. With that, with that with the, oh, someone hit, I don't know who it was. Alex or Cam. Someone hit me with that wow when, when his car gets totaled. <laughs> wow! <laughs> no way! I get it. It's so amazing. Also, he literally can't get a job after saving the city. That's literally- after saving everyone. And <laughs> everyone knows it too because he has a profe- professional medal of honor, but he can't get a job. Get a Cam, job. Can you pick up, Cam, can you pick up your coffee mug real quick? What? Oh, actually, that fits. Never mind. I was going to do the joke. Oh, okay. It's actually white, white. Yes, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The green one is, what does he say? It is a visceral, this, therefore It is a visceral, <laughs> therefore a visceral deep mistake. Deep wang. Oh, I know that gosh. movie too well. It's encoded in my brain, and I still hate it. It's honestly a five-star. I don't know. Um, for myself, uh, this is probably the most literally me um, I could ever get, to be quite honest with you. It's a father. It's depressed. Um, I'm I'm taking after son. It's literally oh, me, oh. but I, I love my family. Uh, love them all. That's uh, a little, yeah. I'm taking I'm taking after son. Yeah, yeah, I, just like, I just got a little sad. Yeah. I don't know. If, oh, got, we don't have to be sad. I just got the day, Sunday scaries. God, <laughs> the spooky you might scary have Sundays. Okay, oh, I think no. I'm up next. Okay, I need to I need to clarify something. Can I take Shrek from the first half of Shrek? Because he is Why not? quite yeah. literally me. When, he, when he's in the mud. No, 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 get out of my swamp. No, but I, that's not what I'm going to take. I'm going to try to, you know, get some diversification in here. I'm going to go with Kill Bill the Bride. Ooh. Okay. Literally her. Okay. She's literally, literally her. Me. Literally uh, her. That's crazy. I, like I was that. thinking about Alien. Uh, oh, for my funeral, I'm thinking of, uh, well, I don't know. If, actually, at this point, I can't pick anymore. Black Swan's a good 
literally me. Atomic Blonde, I was thinking of too. Mm. Tyler? Yeah, last pick in the draft, and I I don't know which direction I really want to go here. Um, I'll go with... Yeah, I'll just go with Joker. Society creating a menace. Kicking me down. Uh, Taxi Driver's already taken, so I was going to knock at Joker since it's so similar. One thing I almost wanted to do was pick the whale because sometimes you know if you're if you're in an altered state of mind going to that fridge i've felt that before where you're shoveling everything in your mouth and you're like i don't you're like so you're so cooked you're like i don't even know how i could even eat more but you just can you just, you just can't stop you just feast what else do i have on my list i think i had uh, i had a uh, i don't know why but i had prisoners on my list uh what's it called the main, <laughs> the main guy where's my daughter no one taking whiplash is a little crazy i had that there too but i was gonna i had it on my list i'll I'll be honest. I, you guys, you guys didn't see it. I thought, I thought someone would get it like halfway with the first letter of all my uh, movies. I spelled Sigma, so I'm the most Sigma. That's I why do you see that now. I wrote them all down. Right. That, Honestly, very I think you won. Yeah. Matt, okay, fine. Fine. you win. It's 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 over. It's gonna go over the head of the voters, but it's there. It's oh wait, the most so you did you Spider Verse and Glorious? Goodfellas, Moneyball, Goodfellas, That was well done. That's Bravo, crazy. Bravo. That's well done. What's your last one again? After son. That's, that's when I was gonna go alien, but I was like, damn, depressed father, I can throw that in. The, the <laughs> Spider-Man funny. was the only one I had a hard time explaining. I couldn't really find another S. I was maybe thinking Silence of the Lambs. That's <laughs> literally no. not me, but no. Stacy and Cannibal. Cannibal is could have gone Shrek. Could have gone Shrek. I had super bad, super bad. I thought about choosing Scarface. You should have done. You should have done Scarface for your ass. Oh, Scarface! I should have gone Soul. Not me, but you know. Yeah, what else? Is, what else is there? That Pulp Fiction, I guess. You know, up there. I had mm-hmm. Pain and Gain on for my. I had. To, I was gonna have one Michael Bay. And I was like, either Pain and Gain or Transformers: Dark of the Moon. Sometimes her feels like literally me. Her is a genius one. Oh, that's the peak Loving of your own depression. Falling, oh, falling in love with your phone. <laughs> I thought about Casino because of Goodfellas. I was like, I could just get that there. I had no country for old men. I thought about Baby Driver for a second. That probably would have been a decent one. Because the town. Who's on, bro? Collateral, if you've seen that with Vincent. had That's that's also just – that actually is very me. I'm not going to lie. The Batman was just a W, though. Like, I was yeah, I was that, really hoping. That's you couldn't take man. the Dark Knight after the Batman. Right. But I, think I, I couldn't because, like, the Batman would have taken the Dark no, you, you could have. I think I would have taken for the work. Joker, maybe, could, but like, but like but Bruce Wayne stinks. I don't know how I got these. know how I got these picks. <laughs> so we get a snake draft. Are well, we calling it or playing a grid, Tyler? Uh, the grid would be too difficult to add into this, I feel uh, like. But but so just to summarize the picks, so Alex picked Blade Runner twenty forty nine, The Wolf of Wall Street, Taxi Driver, Barbie, and Transformers: Dark of the Moon. Cam picks Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, Inglorious Bastards, Goodfellas, Moneyball, Aftersun, spelling out Sigma. Well done. Sammy with the Batman, Oppenheimer, Watchmen, Fight Club, and Kill Bill. And then Tyler with Nightcrawler, Drive, John Wick, American Psycho, and Joker. So, yeah. That's, let, oh yeah. Let that us know just, who wins. That rounds out the experience. I spelled, I spelled out Balfk, by the way. Perfect. Perfect. That is Sigma. That's elite. This this draft depressed me. I got to go see my family. <laughs> so sad. Yeah, before we wrap up this episode, just one last time, Alex and Sammy, let us let, let the people know where to find you. Alex, uh, where's the best spot for people to find your stuff? Uh, Definitely TikTok. Uh, it's just Alex Coleman with two N's. Um, and Letterboxd. Follow the Letterboxd, too. Uh, Alex Coleman with two N's. Uh, if you want to find more stuff when you get there, if you like me enough, uh, I have a link tree with all my links to everything. Um, 
do with that what you will. But uh, once again, thank you guys for having me. I'm really appreciative of this opportunity. Um, I love you guys. I've been loving this podcast for a while. This feels like um, I've made it. This is my mom and I made it moment. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, thank you guys again. Yeah. Loved it. How about you, Sammy? Where can yeah, we find I you? I share every single sentiment that Alex just had. You can find me at Sammy J Reacts everywhere. I'm quite literally everywhere, figuratively and literally. And mentally. <laughs> so, yeah. So Letterboxd, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Um, that's where you can find me. And yeah, man, I just want to say thank you. Uh, when I got the note that I was going to be on the podcast, I was like, me? I hit the, the Drewski meme, the me? It was crazy. Um, just because I love watching you guys. Like I said, I think I mentioned this in a tweet before. I was just like, it's just like it's just fun listening and watching you guys talking to the boys that's all it is it's it's a great time every single time so i really appreciate you guys having me on here and one last thing i do want to mention that uh let's pay our damn writers and actors because it's got to get that going yeah w ending good Good job we didn't mention that episode yep and uh, and so yeah i guess along that same note of course thank you too for joining you guys were great villains you did you did absolutely incredible today um so this week on the the real quick reviews cam and i watched food fight which is an unstruck company so but so it's an unstruck company but doesn't make it good yeah doesn't make it good if you want to watch this movie before our review don't pay for it please like i'm not an advocate for you know stealing media but please don't pay for this movie this movie for for don't give this studio your money they're not worth it yeah for your guys awareness the budget was 65 million and it made seventy three thousand. That's literally, literally, it's literally like a money, like money, money, laundering. Laundering. it is money. Laundering. That can't be real. Right? If, you, if you Google the movie food fight, just looking at the picture of it, you'd be like, this isn't a real movie, but it was Cam and I watched it. It, it almost it, so. cost as much as Oppenheimer. It almost cost as much as million? No Are you sure that's right? And you're not saying 65,000? No, 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 dude. Googled it, man. Google food. We, we had a long discussion yeah. about how this thing's an uh, It's got to be an accounting error. No yeah. way. It took like yeah, 15 they, years they to make. Yeah. Does it look like there's some high budget stuff? That's like no, dude. Look up a pic- just look at the picture of it right now. But, um, nah, it's but yeah, so man. make sure. It, well, if you want to watch in preparation for that, Food Fight's the movie review this week. Um, shout out to our executive producers from Patreon. We got Seven Mod, Jeffy, Adam H16, Alexander Biscardi, Ben Leggy, Ben Hansey, Brody Young, Cody Whitney, Dakota Buckner, Dean Cotamanidis, Dylan Chip, Ferdinando Four, Hamish Edwards, Jimmy O'Connor, Jordan Gag, Josh Hines, Luke Deerhog, Oscar Trinick, Reese David, Remy Walker, Roco 1.0, Sean Morales, Stefan Johnson, Trey Artsy, Will Kim, and Zach Graves. You are all the true Sigmas here supporting us each and every week. But yeah, let us know who won the draft. Thank you again. Go check out Alex and Sammy, all their stuff that they've been mentioning. And that does it for the episode. Also, just to tease next week, episode 50, Time Travel. We already filmed it yesterday. It was me and Seth with Key and Film. So he's, he's a guest next week. So go check that out when it comes out. But yeah, that's episode 49. Peace out.